This episode of the Last Game Podcast is brought to you by $52.4 billion. The mouse technically owns everything, now what? I do Goofy. Suck it. Hello and welcome hey everybody. to another episode of the Last King Podcast. And we've really dated ourselves now. Really? Have we, how, how do we date ourselves? Well, well you, you know, with the... The what? The talking about how Disney owns everything! Disney, yeah. They That's quite a own. lot of properties they own now ever since the buyout was officially announced. As of this recording, the buyout happened like maybe three, four days ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's pretty much... The ink hasn't even dried yet and then everybody's like up in arms. No, you're not really up in arms. Some are really happy that... Oh yeah. Finally, X-Men and Avengers together. No, no, I, here's the best way of saying it. Morons are really happy about <laughs> Yay, my favorite superheroes get to fight together, yay! Whereas everyone who knows what a monopoly is goes, Oh fuck. Shouldn't the government yeah. be coming is in that with just antitrust a game like policemen? That's by the now? thing, it's currently going for a review for antitrust. Really? But remember who technically controls the US now? The oh. Koch brothers. Yeah. Uh. Not the Rothschilds? Uh, they... So anyway, this is your uh, <laughs> co-host, uh, this is a uh, Darth Shafik, uh, come back again. And who do I have with me in the Last King Falcon? I am Master Eccentric Tom, the Millennial Falcon. Yay, <laughs> Fakula! And and I'm Toffee Skywalker right here. You're young, a Skywalker. You're a Skywalker. Wow. You young young pad- well, more like a young father one. Everyone's a fucking Skywalker in this franchise. Yes, everybody's. Even this Asian bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, but he's of the lesser Skywalker. They don't <laughs> well, have the well, first well, 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 yeah. yeah, they get Christmas cards, but they don't get to come for Everybody uh, the Everybody talks holidays. about, like, you know, Luke Skywalker and his, like, family. Who was it again who got burnt up, like, uh, in the searches? Uh, Uncle who? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Uncle Owen. Uncle Ben. Uncle Owen and no, it's so, Uncle Peru, Ben. Peru. Uh, Uncle, no, Uncle Ben is Obi-Wan. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Owen and Peru. Uncle, uh, yeah, so, like, I'm pretty sure Mr. Toffee is from the lineage <laughs> of uh, um, We have Skywalker. force powers, we just don't use it for good. Like, one of their cousins married, like, a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a, that's a poor child right there, man. Ah, that's alright. <laughs> Just cause I'm Asian don't mean I'm rich! <laughs> now, anyway, yes, this is gonna be the long-awaited Last Jedi full review, and uh, a first year on the Last Thing Podcast, we're gonna do two reviews? What? Oh, yeah! We're gonna do a spoiler-free version, because a lot of you have been complaining that we've been, like, Really heavy with the spoilers. And plus this movie is not still wrong. fresh at the moment. I mean, not wrong, true, yeah. I agree. And this movie's kind of fresh And in still, no way so. is this an opportunity for you guys to click on us and listen to us twice or No, you absolutely know. not. No, this no, is no, no reason no, to sorry, artificially no. inflate our sound kind of numbers. Of course, no. no, 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 no. We would never do that. But speaking of which, please do uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or uh, iTunes or however you get your podcast fixes. But yes, uh, long awaited. The Last Jedi finally dropped. I don't know guys, what do you guys think? I mean, let's um, do maybe... Before, before we do that, maybe you should... Okay, you, we've already heard your thoughts about Star Wars. Have topic. you? I just introduced I mean, the show. I mean, <laughs> like, your thoughts Are we on talking? Uh, The Force Awakens as well as Rogue oh, okay, One. Yeah. So, and uh, I've also... And you guys heard me talk about that too. Yes, but we had we, a very uh, good uh, first ever episode for this year yep, where we yep. talked about Force Awakens. But we have actually heard about Tom's thoughts about yeah, it. Oh yeah. We should do that. So for all you Last King fans, uh, please go and listen back to the very first episode for Season 2. Yep. Okay, where we talk most about uh, uh, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. No, Rogue One. Uh, no, Rogue, Rogue One, one oh, my bad. pretty awesome. And it was, well, it's, the, it's the end, we're back episode. Yep. Okay, way back uh, in the beginning of this year. But Tom joined us during the mid-season uh, mid, uh, mid 
season. Yeah, about yeah, that. More or less, more about or less. There. So we need to know what do you think about Star Wars Rogue One and also possibly The Force Awakens. That's right. Okay, that's <laughs> We can move on. That was there. quick. That was quick. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, like everyone else, I was very happy to see Star Wars come back and, you know, fun little story, I very nearly missed the opening fanfare for uh, Force Awakens. What do you mean? Because I went to a midnight screening and uh, I was desperately trying to get popcorn because, you know, I am a person who must have popcorn when You must have the limited edition Star Wars <laughs> Oh, <popcorn> absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, I was just there getting it whilst my wife was saying, oh, we should probably go. I was like, oh, no, it's fine. They're going to be adverse. We'll be fine. And so we come in and it's just when... Uh, it's the crawl starts. The crawl ended. No, no, it's just when... Uh, the thing says long time ago when it's starting to fade away. Oh, that was close. And I'm like, <laughs> oh shit! And I had to run to my. And then I was just in time to have the fanfare happen. Okay, okay that's also bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that was a great film. Bit too much like A New Hope, but different enough where I kind of liked it. I enjoyed it more in my second viewing. Rogue One, I enjoyed much more because it was dark, yo. I, I agree. I love the way that like. What they, you mean with the close-up of uh, Carrie Fisher's uh, very alien face? Not that. Not the end where Darth Vader pops up and fucks people. Oh up. yeah, oh, I, that was the sealer right there. That yeah. is the best Darth Vader scene of any Star Wars movie. I mean, uh, like in the live-action setting, definitely. Yeah. I mean, right there above uh, his duel with Luke Skywalker in uh, Episode six. Six, six, six. Yeah. Which is. Doesn't make sense to me. I'm one of those old guys who remembers it as part three. <laughs> but then again, I mean, like, okay, the thing is, Star Wars crosses a lot of generations. Yeah, absolutely. It's been around since the 70s, okay? I mean, I've said on the last podcast several times that I'm one of those old fucks who saw Return of the Jedi in the cinema. So <laughs> How old were you when you watched it? Oh, it, was, it came out in 1983. I was definitely born at the tail end of the 70s. Okay, so... So it was, I was born after the first Star Wars movie. So that's the only clue I'm gonna give you. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be forty soon. God damn it! So, but if anything, like you know, like Star Wars means something to me, and it means something to you too, Mr. Toffee. Of course, yes. Okay, because you're from Malaysia, where your technology is not as advanced. <laughs> <laughs> is it true you watched it in the village with the rest of the kids? Um, the they didn't even have a projector, so I had to describe it. <laughs> like you but know, we the were still on VHS as well. Everyone. Was there was this old this. Malaysian dude, like by a campfire, like C3PO from Star uh, Jedi. <laughs> R2D2 Wow, all this stereotype <laughs> No, it's not R2D2 It's r 2 d 2 Okay, I'm sorry uh, so To all my Malaysian fans I still don't apologize <laughs> But Mr. Toffee will apologize for me Anyway, but no, how I about won't. you? How, what is your in, uh, experience with Star Wars? Oh man, that was My very first one was still Return of the Jedi On VHS, mind you mm-hmm. And that's all I'm gonna say Because I just went back to the series Finding out the finding out the VHSs and the laser discs and all that and holy crap, all those practical effects. They look good at the time and they still look good look good right now. Mm. Chewbacca and the Twi'leks and the fucking band in the The Cantina band. In the Cantina, yes, the Cantina Or is it the band. Oh, the Cantina band and uh, the first Star Wars dude. With size noodles and the But there was just me watching something really magical and just happening. Like a really nice story that also happens to have like a dark kind of deal going on with Empire Strikes Back because that was the first time when I saw my heroes getting fucked. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I didn't say What, what video time. are you watching? <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> 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 Not, not fuck literally, because I'll be a different kind of Star Wars. It's those light dildos, bro. Yeah. Have you seen the Star Wars porno? Of course of I have. <laughs> like, you can't watch that and worry too much about the canon because there's something very worrying about that last freeze. What's wrong with his canon, sir? <laughs> But at the same time, it's nice to see that the series ended on a high note with Return of the Jedi, even though I saw that first. So I had to actually go back 
to just rewatch everything. I totally and get agree the because, story. like, like I said, like I saw Return of the Jedi first, and I was barely an infant. I mean, like, I was cognitive. I knew what was going on. But at least you saw it in the cinema. I watched it. I in saw the it in the cinema, too. and it was strange, you know, because <laughs> basically the thing is, I came back home not knowing, like, not really grasping what the story was about. But I recognized the characters because. We have to talk about the merchandising, yo. Oh yeah. Like when the toys and when the coloring books and the backpacks and the lunch boxes appeared, it's like I recognize these things. Mom, I want that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like because in my family, I'm the Star Wars guy. Like I had a younger brother, but the thing is, like he didn't catch on to it until much later. Okay. Like maybe when he was like 12 or something, then like when I could just like bring home like a videotape, like hey, let's watch this movie, Star Wars. But like I was a Star Wars fan from a young guy. I mean, I I have OG vintage Kenner toys. Yeah, Kenner was the company. Well, my that my p- prize possession is is the yeah. bounty hunter disguised Princess Leia with the 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 speeder like well, you know. But also at the same the same time is like you know the thing about Star Wars is like it helped you connect with friends. It, like when you went to school and you talked to that other guy who had the Star Wars pencil case and you're like, oh you like Star Wars? Like yeah, fuck yeah, we like Star Wars. And you always realize that the other Star Wars fan is just as passionate as you. And the strange thing is like when US had their whole Star Trek and Star Wars kind of rivalry. When I was in Malaysia back I, in the day, I didn't have that. There was no rivalry. Everyone we liked was it equally. Into, yeah. No, no, there was all. They were all into Star Wars. Period. Oh, you didn't have the Star oh. Trek? No, there was Star Trek, but not many kids kind of got that. It's a hard sell that. to kids. Star Trek, I would say. Star That's Wars was actually a better sell. Back in Malaysia too, in my side, because the toys are more prominent. I think that I think Malaysia had a better deal with Star Wars toys than you know Star Trek toys in a sense. But then you also have to be careful because there was always the the Chinese <laughs> the pirated versions. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they, we were not too. We were they not they, too they, they sold it to you without the backing board. It's just in the plastic bag. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was. There was, way there was too that weird route. scene too. But how about you, Tom? What about your first uh, interaction with Star Wars or how it was introduced to you? Well, my first ever Star Wars experience was watching Episode One. With my dad, we shall not judge. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, we'll judge your dad. No, what, Mister Tom? Well, it's because he he'd watched all three in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Like, he remembers still vividly the first time we went to see a New Hope in the cinema. Yeah, me too. Well, people, people, they don't thought New Hope. Well, they did re-release it in 1997. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I he's not a huge fan or anything, but he remembers and he wanted to go see the. Uh, episode one, and he brought me and my brother. We oh. actually flew all the way to Manchester when we were still living in France to mm-hmm. watch it. You had to fly. That's dedication, sir. Uh, I don't. There was probably something else connected, but we went to see Star Wars at that time, and I remember really loving it because I was five years old. So you know, so take that, that what you want. The part that scene, right? Was that the moment that made you think, "Wow, this is so cool"? Oh yeah, I mean, I still love that scene. Little Anakin and now those those powers fighting. What, Sebulba? Yeah, Sebulba, right? Sebulba yeah. was the, the rivalry. Sebulba! <laughs> <laughs> Man, what an underdeveloped uh, villain that was. What, Sebulba? I'm joking. <laughs> well. But then after that, I watched the original trilogy because we had the VHS box set of um, the digital remastered. But which version? I mean, is it the second? The remastered? one that came out in 98, 99? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was the remastered. The first time. So this is, this is the one with the extra Jabba the Hutt scene. Yep. And also- yeah, where he becomes a slug, mm. and it started adding those weird, like uh, walking uh, lizard things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the first remaster. Of which was- there are many actually. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not yeah. go into that at all. But yeah, we we also got the DVD version several years later, and I rewatched those again because you know Did it's you a thing that you have to do. Not enough to really notice, and I think we lost the VHS ones a while ago, so mm. I don't have a comparison. But 
I obviously I came to Star Wars later, but I'm still a big fan. Not you know EU level fan, but you know some of my favorite games are Star Wars games. Mm, yes, yeah, like which one? Koto, of course. I'm more of a Jedi Academy guy. Well, yeah, because... I like Dark Forces a lot more, to be honest. The Dark first Forces? time when, when you weren't a Jedi or anything, you were just a mercenary getting by. I mean, Bounty Hunter versus mercenary, I'm not sure what Kalkatan was before it became a Jedi. But it's still the Jedi Outcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still that series. Yes, it's still that series. Yeah. Dark Forces was the first. Now, I've then seen playthroughs Jedi. of those games. Like, no, I think it was... Uh, there was another game way before that, which is... Uh, no, X-Wing that was Dark Oh Yeah, yeah, that was X-Wing first. No, no, sorry. Star Wars The Arcade and then X-Wing. And then X Tie Fighter, then X Wing vs Tie Fighter. Then there was Rebel Assault. Then there was Dark Rebel Forces. Assault. Then Dark Forces. I mean, there's a lot of games you can jump yes, into. Too many. Too bad they don't make good ones anymore. Battlefront. <coughs> uh, yes. Uh, I, I remember when Star we were. Thirteen, thirteen. I forget. remember we had good Battlefront games. Mm-hmm. Back on the OG Xbox. Like Battlefront Two is still one of my favorite shooter games. Well, speaking of Disney, did you hear about them reviving the old Battlefront game servers just for guys like us to play it again? They oh, have. They did. I didn't they did. Know that, no. There was. It was. I mean, it was like a sputter in like the media. Like, but that's the one thing I I caught on because. Do you have it on Steam? Oh, of course I have it on Steam. Alright, we so gotta do this later. There we go, yeah. No, I mean, yo, Battlefront 2. <laughs> not that, not now. I know, I know. The, the, Battlefront 2 2008 version or whatever. Uh, I thought it was 7, but yeah, 2008. Yeah, yeah. Well, bumper year for Star Wars video games, of which there will never be any good ones ever again. Yeah, Yeah, until Disney rips it from EA's like cold, clingy hands. I don't know. I mean, it would be very cool to see like Star Wars and X-Men vs. Street Fighter. <laughs> Is that ever going to be a possibility? Yeah, ah, maybe. Never say never. Capcom, never say never. there's always <coughs> Star Wars. Things, Star so. Wars versus Street Fighter. <laughs> Dark Vader wins all the time. <laughs> but if anything, like, you know, so now I also want to kind of get a grasp on uh, Eccentric Tom's. What are your thoughts about the prequels when they came out? Uh-huh. Okay, and how, because the thing is, we, we have to address the fact that most of the fans, yeah. and there's the hardcore fans, then there's also, you know, True Star Wars fans, and then there's you know, I mean, there's different tiers of fans. Like, where are you in terms of where the prequel trilogy stands and where these new movies come in? I mean, I am not a fan of the prequel films, even I, though you watched them first. Well, I watched them first because of how old I was. Yeah. Like, you know, they were marketed towards my demographic, so of course I was gonna go see them in cinema, and that's why I went to see Which them. Which would be very strange because Attack of the Clones got really dark really fast, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, especially the part where. Yeah, he loses his arm. Um, yeah, both arms. <laughs> Not just one arm. He, he loses the both? he loses the rest in uh, Revenge of the Sith. I thought he lost both arms against Konduku. He no, did right. No, no, no. Oh, no, he just got lost one arm. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Limbs have to be removed. And then his mom died, right? In the, in the second one, in Attack of the Clones, and they went and slaughtered those sand. They killed all the sand people. Yeah. Yeah. But they're awesome. They killed the children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the children was. Uh, animals. I slaughtered them by animals. <laughs> okay, I'm on higher ground, you can't win. <laughs> so maybe let's establish the fact that we're not fans of the prequel trilogies. I mean, but we did not hate them. Yeah, yeah. There like, were some bright spots. The yeah, third film is almost okay. Until the ending. And <laughs> actually, the first one, if you remove the Star Wars logo, it's not a bad uh, science fiction movie. No, it, it's, it's, it's very pretty. I would say if you remove the fact that it's episode one, yeah. it's a good. Like, it's like Rogue One. It's a good side it's story. It's a starter movie. It's a start like, side. Because yeah. the thing is, right, the problem with the end of episode, the, the, the problem with the end of the Phantom Menace is like, okay, we see uh, Darth Vader as a kid. How are we gonna age him up in time for another movie? Just flash forward ten years. Yeah. Just flash forward ten years. Change the actor, and all of a sudden he's like this kind of dark emo little kid. 
Ah, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Becoming a stalker for uh, Padme. They should have just done the Jesus thing and just skipped forward to when he was 33. Like, let's ignore all of that and like, okay. Ignore, ignore the kid face. Go straight ignore away. Yeah. the bratty up. face. Yeah. Just also, it doesn't help that the kid who played Anakin was fucking terrible. Which one? Uh, Jake Lloyd, right? Jake Lloyd, yeah. <laughs> oh man, he is still my favorite, like, where are they now kind of guy. Because whenever they... He's in prison now. Is Wait, it? he is? Yeah. What did he do? Uh, DUI, I think. Oh my. <laughs> but he looks rough. But, uh, okay, for all of episode one's faults, I cannot get the duel of the fates out of my head. Oh no! At the very least. And I mean, the fight scene that came on with best it. Best thing, best piece of music made by John Williams, hands down. And the fight that came with it. Oh, um, yeah. It went on a bit too long, but pretty good choreography. Yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the high-flying kung fu version of uh, lightsaber dueling. Because I felt that that was, a, I mean, at the time I was like, okay, this is a huge step up from Obi-Wan and Darth Vader just tapping You mean sticks. two old men going, yeah. eh. Eh, eh, no, but that's eh. the version I prefer because basically there's more, how you say, it's more finesse. It's basically people countering and predicting each other's moves. Whereas this one, it looks obviously choreographed. So that's the yeah. one problem I had with it. But at the same time, it also brought in like more Jedi's fighting, high high flying acrobatics and stuff like in the Clone Wars animated show or Probably even in the movies itself. And we might even get cool fighting scenes in future Star Wars, which is always good. Always I doubt so, man. Uh, but I would say like, if anything, uh, Episode 1, best thing about it, holy shit, that dual lightsaber is cool. Oh yeah. 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 God damn. <laughs> that, 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 that's an impressive piece of hardware right there. My Sith friend. Dark oh. Ball, you're, too gone. You're, you're gone too soon. Gone too soon, I agree. Too soon. You know what I mean? Like, it was interesting that he, they were trying to hype him up to be like the next Darth Vader. And then he's like, psych. Psych, no. It's, yeah. it's just gonna be Pal Palpatine all over again. And you kinda sorta showed up in the cartoons, but that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, when he gets like little spider legs. Like final legs, or was it? This is in Rebels or Clone Wars? Huh? Rebels. I forgot which one was it. Come to think of it, probably, yeah, probably Clone Wars. Clone Wars later on. But I mean, whichever one is canon and which one isn't doesn't yeah. matter anymore. So, like, here's the, the other question. Like, could you elaborate also on the new movies? Like, how did you feel when they announced like, oh, we're gonna do another trilogy, and on top of that, extra in between movies? I was so hyped. I I can't really stress enough just how excited I was when Force Awakens was announced and that you know it was coming up. Like, you know. I've not, I'm not like super cynical, but I've learned to kind of keep my expectations kind of in check until this film came out. Mm -hmm. So when I first walked out of Force Awakens, I was a little bit disappointed. Also, Because, I don't know, because I'd hyped it up so much in my head, it doesn't matter what they would have done, I would have been a little bit disappointed. But when I watched it again, I was like, oh wait, no, I was just expecting far too much. And yeah, it's still a really good movie because J.J. Abrams is a very accomplished director. A very and, competent director too, yeah. Yeah, and you know, everyone is cast pretty well. Like Adam Driver, much as people complain about an emo Kylo Ren, I feel like that was a good villain to have, because there's nothing more scary than someone who's unstable as fuck. Like, unstable. cool and calculating is cool. That's fine, but we already have Darth Vader. We don't need another one. We need yeah. something different. Nor do we need another Emperor. Yeah, and also I like that we have a main character who is kind of competent, because let's be honest, Luke in A New Hope was useless. Optimistic to a fault. I will agree to disagree annoying. because I think in a new hope he has to be. He is the amount of clay that they had to shape later. Yeah, he actually got got from whiny to badass in three shows. Yeah, anyway. but uh, that's the thing. Like the the only reason he got any attention whatsoever was because he was the son of Darth Vader, which was revealed later. Well, yeah, but it's still like you know, even before you know, Ben Kenobi was saying, "Oh, I knew your father." Right. We fought together in the Clone Wars. <laughs> it's like, so it's pure... That? Pure that's your Obi-Wan, sir? 
That's my Allegenis. Yeah, Allegenis is a little bit more refined than that, young man. <laughs> Look at me doing a better Allegenis than the English guy. <laughs> I think you're halfway close to becoming Palpatine in a way. You should have done Michael Caine yeah. instead. Hello. I'm if only Michael Caine took a Star Wars job. <laughs> but hey, whatever. I like Ray. I don't buy into this whole Mary Sue thing. Yeah. It's like yes, of course she is competent, and yes, she is you know maybe a bit too good at lightsaber, but she's meant to be extremely force sensitive. That's the whole point they're trying to set up. Mm-hmm. And then they had to kind of re-explain it when Luke literally just says, "Oh, I've never seen this kind of power before." So like, oh, let's justify everything that happened in the first movie. Like, yeah, she's that powerful because Luke said it. Damn it. <laughs> Which I don't mind. Yeah, well, but look, it it had its flaws mainly because. Another fucking Death Star? Like, come on! You've tried it twice already. Why yeah, do you yeah. think a third time was I mean, gonna they work? They call it a Star Killer this time. Come and think of. So this doesn't blow up planets; it blows up other stars, which would throw solar systems out of whack. So technically, it's a slightly improved and more expensive version. <laughs> I.e., lazy writing. <laughs> but, but at the same time, at least I—I I, I mean, it was good. They at least actually uh, J.J. Abrams revisited that plotline because it's just one way to bring back. The old and the new fans, per se. But I feel like that it just shows a lack of faith in the property that they did that. Because if you truly believe that Star Wars would be the draw that it would be, because you know it's fucking Star Wars, yeah, exactly. you could make any story you wanted. You could have completely thrown the original cast out of the window. You could have set it, I don't know, hundred years in the past, which would have been the best thing to do. Because yeah. the one thing about Disney movies, which I will explain also much later, was it's kind of bogged down by the original cast. Like having to bring back Carrie Fisher, like, especially since now they're dying on us. Hey. Oh man, don't remind us, don't remind us. We had yeah. an entire episode where I I'm nearly still, <laughs> I'm still sad about the passing of Carrie Fisher. Not just because she was Princess Leia, but because Carrie Fisher was an amazing human being. And I loved her in interviews. <laughs> oh, she was fantastic. She is definitely my princess. Uh, but if anything, like so. And also, just very briefly, Rogue One, uh, my second favorite Star Wars movie after really? after, after Empire Strikes Back. I think that's the the, the definitive Star Wars movie. Empire uh, Strikes Back is the peak. Yeah, the, yeah. Empire Strikes Back is also in my basically top Star Wars film. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Dante from Clerks is it best. It's the best film because it ends on such a downer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's such a depressing film. It's just like life. But I think it's Randall, not Dante. But there's a little bit of like a well, seed Dante of. Said it. No, Randall, Randall. Was, Randall was one who explained why it was the, why it was the best Star Wars. Anyway, we're deviating too much. Enough Kevin that, Smith corner. <laughs> he's probably gonna go all off on this movie <laughs> yeah, on his YouTube likely. channel. Don't listen to Kevin Smith. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He hasn't made a good movie since. Clerks one. I like Dogma. I'm one of those guys. Dogma is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dogma is good. Chasing Amy's alright. Dogma has one of the, the most gonna, best yeah, lines. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have our. We Kevin will Smith have our Kevin too. Smith episode sometime in the future. Hopefully, before he gets that heart attack that's yes. due so long. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Like he's he's not looking healthy. I mean, he's lost a lot of weight, and you can see him literally turn red on his YouTube channel. Are you kidding? <laughs> every time he sees something, every time a Marvel thing drops. Yes, I know your show is called Fat Man on Batman. Can we talk about Batman more often to justify the title of your little, <laughs> you know, episodic content? Ah, never mind. If only Batman was more interesting right now. Oh, uh, well, it's interesting that, you know, that property still makes sense to people. And yeah. the fact that, you know, Ben Affleck, has he officially said he's not going to be a part of it? He's like on and off, I think he's been fired, more Batman. or less. Yeah, well, I don't care. I mean, they can do basically what they did with any character in Game of Thrones. Oh, it's a different actor. 
Yeah, it's just like, don't even explain it, just like, oh, he's here now. Like, yeah. Or oh, you can just okay. have this new actor just wear the mask all the time, so it doesn't bother you too much. You can even CGI, if you can CGI Henry Cavill's upper lip, you can CGI Ben Affleck's jaw onto any person. Oh god. <laughs> okay, let's not digress too much, okay, because this is gonna be our all Star Wars, Last Jedi, uh, spoiler and spoiler-free reviews. Yep. Okay, so, I mean, we just need to do a little bit of setup with uh, Eccentric Tom here being part of the Last King family and telling us about all his thoughts about uh, Rogue One yep. and also The Force Awakens. So, the last question before we go into our actual review, I need to ask you, how hype are you for this The Last Jedi? I was kind of mixed feelings. Really? Like, yeah. You didn't want to have too much expectations, right? Yes, because I remembered how worked up I got for Force Awakens. So, it's like, I don't want to be in the same boat again. And also... I don't know, it's just like something about us making me think, I don't know, can they keep it going? Because, I mean, I like the director, I like everyone that was involved, but... I mean, there's always the that, possibility that of, dread. of things falling so apart. So you kind of right? came into it neutral. Yeah, because, you know, of course I was too young to be aware of it at the time, but going into episode one, like, look at the names behind it, you know, George Lucas is coming back, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, all of these... Big name young people, come, well, not young for Liam Neeson, but like Hugh McGregor. He was fresh off like maybe Transporting? No, not, not really. Yeah, they're bringing uh, back bad things, right? Fresh from that movie. Or maybe like the last Oxford. That one. Too. Yeah, Frank Oz is coming back to be Yoda. They got Sam motherfucking Jackson as a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, like, that was. Cool. That's to make people go, oh my god, this will be amazing. And then yeah, you go in and go. Sam Jackson huh. was the biggest movie star of all time at that point yeah. before The Rock appeared. Yeah. So like you know, of course Sam Jackson's gonna appear in this movie. He'd appear in anything. Apparently. Yeah, fresh, fresh out of Deep Blue Sea. Right? <laughs> oh my god, that movie. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. So fresh. So yeah, I mean, I came into it going, this will probably be good, but I what this wasn't the most pumped thing I was like excited for this year. But oh. I was actually more excited for Ragnarok. Really? I yeah. Not Dunkirk or King Arthur. Well, Dunkirk, yes. King Arthur was a little bit until I realized. Oh wait, yeah, Guy Ritchie stopped making good movies about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. How about you, Toph? What do you think? What do you think? I mean, how, what was the hype coming up to the Last Jedi? Because the thing is, here on the podcast, we do we did our best to yeah. mention it, but we didn't want to really reveal our hype for it. Yeah, because we, we kind of want to save it. for We're the not last. fanboys, but we are fanboys. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I am just very skeptical with this film before I watched it because, again, as much as I like Rian, Rian Johnson's work, Looper about it <laughs> the problem is you know Disney will always have their hands on things and they might actually make this one into like a remake of Empire Strikes Back you should Back. put that on his IMDB you know I like Looper and that's, and that's about, about it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but the thing is it might actually ring too many chords from uh, you know Empire Strikes Back and as, as great a film that was I don't want to see a repeat of that right well, just like New Hope was great but we didn't need to yeah. see all its tropes again we don't want a version 2 of it no yeah, so. I mean I would say the one and and I did give uh, what's that um, Force Awakens a pass because again my reasoning is <coughs> you gotta bring in the fans somehow so give them something old something blue you know that sort of thing going on so it can bring in people and some new elements with the characters they can't do this a second or third time around. So. Oh no, like, you know, that's the main thing I was worried about. If you're gonna do exactly that, that yeah. like, you know, I can watch Empire Strikes Back anytime I want. I've yeah. got the Blu-rays. Yes. I, I don't plural, need plural. To. Yes, you're right about plural. <laughs> so mean, many versions of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I would right. say, like, how I came into this is, like, because I have the thoughts of, like, a certain Mr. Max Landis ring in my head, Oh. Where he basically says that his main problem with a lot of the, the new Star Wars is like they're not doing enough 
to make it a different thing or to like step away or to expand the legacy they're yeah. just doing just enough to be different but not exactly the same it's like everything feels too familiar and that's one of the problems i had with probably the force awakens where things didn't feel familiar i loved it the thing is like the problem with these films especially and you'll definitely hear my bias when i review it proper is when i come into it is like i'm just designed to love movies like this because yeah. it's such an integral part of my childhood and like the nostalgia boner and the fact that you know just showing me carrie fisher like no that's enough to trigger me to to tears because yeah. basically oh my god we live in a world this, where she doesn't this, live this her last she's film, not basically. here with us and that the thing is right but also at the same time like no i agree with tom is like yeah because the thing is like especially running this podcast we're very aware of the the machinations of all these companies yeah and we're also very aware of like things like demographics and like you know a profit margin and basically like it's all about merchandising apparently absolutely you know and like we need to kind of come into that china market so it's like it's very hard for me to ignore all of that and walk into this like feeling like oh my god this is a star wars movie because like literally as i was in the queue to enter the cinema mm-hmm. it's like it didn't dawn on me i was watching a star wars movie until i had the limited edition star wars pop-up. oh yeah the tumbler once you had the tumbler and the box in your hand and you 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 bought back into the merchandising <coughs> you 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 come back in, into the circle of like oh i'm a fan yeah and like literally like same like uh, i'm pretty sure like same like tom like once you step in like you watch the advertisements and you're thinking to yourself all right i'm going to watch a film today and then the The title well, comes, film up. comes yeah, up, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're fucking 12 years old again, going, "Oh my god, it's a Star Wars movie!" I actually squealed a little bit when uh, the fan first started. Yeah, that was that was the moment. Yeah, and everyone's going to be like back in the days of old. I think my my girlfriend, I watched I watched this with her in the cinema, and she like literally leaned over and like, "Calm down." <laughs> <laughs> actually, my wife did exactly the same thing. Okay, I know this is a big deal. Like, I was like, like "It's Star Wars!" Like, okay, shh, please, the other people. Yeah, you know. And the thing is, like, even when like I saw Carrie Fisher, and I was very obviously kind of sobbing a little bit. Like, she just grabbed my hand. Is like, there, there. Ah. <laughs> like, I mean, the thing is, like, so it's very good. It's gonna be very difficult, especially for me to review this because this is such an integral, uh, a very big part of my childhood, and also my personality. Because yeah. fuck, ask me any Star Wars trivia, I will blow you away. Okay, but don't. Right. We don't have time for that. <laughs> okay, well. We should we should have done a quiz, uh, but you know I'm gonna throw in this five quiz thing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not do the quiz. Yeah. Sorry, marry fuck um, for another time. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, let me explain to you midi chlorians. Okay, oh. no, <laughs> and that, that, that's one thing I I love. They don't do that anymore. We don't bring that back ever again. What is yeah. the force? Is this thing that binds the universe? It's not some weird bacteria that lives in you. Thank you, new Star Wars people, for retconning that properly. Yes, you don't have to deal with that anymore. So, tell you what, uh, let's take a quick breather. Yep. We're gonna do the 15-minute version of our thoughts on Star Wars, spoiler-free. Then we're gonna put down we're the spoiler, spoiler gates and, and then yeah. spoil the fuck out of this we're, movie. Yeah. <laughs> no banta is spared. No yes. banta is spared. Just like a wookie asshole. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Opened oh. up and hairy. Oh, so okay, man. stay tuned after this very important message from uh, our friends in uh, space. Space magic and all. So Woo! we're gonna be doing this spoiler-free version of our review of the Last Jedi by the Last King. Yes. And on that last note. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so anyway, let's just ask. What's up with Tom? So, yeah. What do you think about the Last King? 
That's only the last Jedi. It's like the best Jedi. podcast in the universe. It's That's like what a, he has to say. Like totally. Like I don't know why any other podcast even tries as well. Yeah. I mean, we're the this last king. Totally unbiased. Like, I'm right pretty there. sure the first king was good, but the last one's always the best one. Uh, last one, best one. Like, am I right? Yeah, okay. there you go. And speaking anyway, of last things, so last what Jedi. What about the eighth Star Wars film? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not put it in a spot now, did I? Well, it's like, I don't know why I'm going first. A glimmering show of confidence right there <laughs> yeah. about your views on this film. Hey, but it's anyway, a good movie. So, like, spoiler-free version of your review. Spoiler-free, uh, I think that it's a really good, solid movie, which does try to do things differently for the first time. Right? It's doing things where they're, you know, new characters doing different story arcs. Where you know we don't have decapitation or dismemberment for the first time in a fucking Star Wars movie, Woo-hoo! which I think is going too far from tradition. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there are other things going apart from tradition, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and uh, I think just in generally, this is probably one of the most beautiful Star Wars. I would say there's some visual shots where there's very little that can parallel even from the originals i i would definitely agree because to me one of the, my most favorite moments was definitely the the salt flats battle oh yeah which oh, was shown in the trailer so it's not a spoiler yeah, and also um <laughs> i love uh there's a there's a guy who says a particular line and he's credited as uh, sergeant salt, in, uh, <laughs> sergeant salt. <laughs> yeah. spoilers boys okay oh, but... come on that is like the most minuscule thing to say oh my you just totally ruined it for somebody in the like, audience i wanted to know who that sergeant one percent audience right that now. one sergeant salt fan who has <laughs> the figure already and really they'll probably have a toy of them out there from hasbro now with brian's old tongue <laughs> Anyway, what was I talking about? Yeah. No, but yeah, okay, like, since you're going to mention that, why did he taste it? What is wrong with that person? I, if I was on a weird planet, <laughs> I would not put to tongue whatever it is I stepped on. <laughs> well, hey, you don't know where it's been. Look at what happened in uh, the last Aliens movie. Look at what happens in any space movie where you try to taste the environment. <laughs> it's like, bad shit happens, man. I want an alien happens. world I've never been to before. Let me take off my helmet and take a big, deep breath. Oh, I'm dying. It reminded me of like that Dumb and Dumber moment where like he was like, oh, Frost, and he licks the pole. He's like, Why would you do that? Why would you put it in your mouth? Well, it'd be so funny if that, oh, it's, it's, it's a weird space, so he just keels over and dies. Like, oh, don't eat the ground. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you know what would be an even better line? Mm, cocaine. <laughs> this is good blow. <laughs> and everybody's high off their minds and they fight the Empire. Because they're kicking up all that dust. That's <laughs> all aiming the wrong way. <laughs> Shh, <laughs> no, there, boys and girls, this is a Disney film. There is very little cocaine. <laughs> very little. I'm not saying it's absent. I'm just saying there it's... Are definitely, <laughs> there are definitely characters who look like they, they had their nose in something. Dude, we had an entire casino scene. Is that spoilers if I say casino scene? Casino? Casino scene. No, it's not a spoiler. But no, anyway. Uh, a nice hotel. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's somebody doing blue in the toilet of that casino scene. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, but yeah. Space like, blue. Space cinematography. Space blue. <laughs> cinematography is gorgeous. Uh, a lot of the, the art style, like the colors that are being used, it's truly, truly gorgeous. Especially, there's a particular scene with white, which we're going to talk about in the spoiler section, mm-hmm. which is my favorite still from any Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want that shit as a poster. I'll tell you what it is when we get to spoilers. All right. And... Like other smaller stuff, uh, like uh, certain uh, the design of certain f- um, uh, ships was kind of decidedly retro in a way which felt very nice. I it was totally impractical, but I was kind of like, this feels, this 
feels nice. Like unliking the. Uh, I would say trilogy. that is more towards. You can't compare it to the prequel trilogy because George Lucas kind of like you know missed the plot when he decided to make things more sleek and shiny. Yeah. Whereas this one is like it felt like it was in the same lived-in universe yeah. as oh, the yeah. original. Not too sleek and shiny, but not too dirty. Yeah. Oh, but the, I don't know, like lived-in. The word is right. Lived-in. Lived in. I liked some, like, especially some of the uh, the rebel ships felt very rough and ready. Like you're looking at it the way they design, like this is so impractical and stupid. I love it, especially the bombers. Hmm. But is that spoiler? No, it's not. I mean, we can like, mention I things, but don't mention plot stuff. No, I like yeah. I like that because you know the way they design, they look like World War Two bombers. Yeah, in the way that they're very slow moving, big easy targets, and they get fucking swatted down like uh, flies. I mean, I got a little bit of that Wonder Woman bomber scene when they have all the bombs on chains. Yeah, like, like yeah. oh, this looks safe, but. It fits in but, that context. I mean, that's why I like it because, you know, the original Star Wars was designed with, I want to create, you know, World War II dogfights. Mm-hmm. And so they're really sticking to that kind of aesthetic. And I thought that was very nice. Are you aware of very the technique of, of kit bashing? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, I love the fact that... It, it feels like they're definitely just like it was models mm-hmm. the whole these time. These are like, you know, yeah, like Japanese like battleships and stuff. Like, like these toy yeah, models yeah. slapped together, which I'm, I, I totally appreciate that they're retaining this art style. Uh, but I do kind of miss like basically I want to see more variations like I like the fact that okay we have this thing <coughs> we have the bigger version of the cruiser we have like you know the X-Wing comes back yeah you, you can't have a Star Wars movie with an X-Wing but you know I mean I also want to see what other things because it's, it's been a while since we've seen a Y-Wing yeah I, I, I was, that was one thing I was thinking in that scene it was like you already have better bombers with a better success rate like can't you use those <laughs> But I mean, I, I was also say like you know to keep in line with story. Yeah. Like they wanted to kind of show like, yeah, this is a, this is what we have right yeah. now. So, I mean, I understand like you know because the thing is like when you watch Star Wars films, you always look forward to the new designs. Yeah, you always look forward to the new characters, to the new creatures, the new ships. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like because it, for every Star Wars movie, like since the first one, and then when you like I'm I'm talking about New Hope. Yeah. Then I'm talking about uh, Empire Strikes Back, where it's like oh wow, look at all these. Things that start adding and incorporating. Yeah, yeah. That to me, that's one of the weaknesses of this. Is like yeah. I didn't feel that they were elaborating enough. It felt like a lot of retread, but also at the same time, it's um oh these are familiar things, but where are the new things? I mean, there, there were some new things. Like there were some interpretations of new things where it were cool, but I questioned practicality of them. I mean, like the perfect example is like BB-8. It's like oh, yeah. it's a cuter R2D2. Oh yeah. <laughs> And he's definitely a more capable homicidal R2D2. Homicidal R2D2. I mean, yeah. no, wow. We, we, nobody knew about his accessories. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers again. Okay, yeah. we have to be very careful you know, when we're discussing certain things. But if anything, I also want to... I don't know if I want to bring it up now or maybe later. But I think now would probably be the best time to hint at it. One of the problems I have with this Star Wars... Okay, granted, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. But there's so many things that I'm really bugged out about. Okay. And the, one of the major things is like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to ruin any story points or character points. But the lack of new aliens, the lack of new, you know, fauna and for- flora is like, there's way too many humans now, what I feel. And especially like... I would agree that they definitely missed the chance to get some new interesting characters. Like, there were some new aliens, like when we went to the casino planet, there were... Some. Some, but, you know, they weren't 
you know, important to the plot. They exactly. Were just like, yeah. or, or that spot where Luke is. Yeah. I mean, oh, they, well, yeah. yeah, you know, let's talk about, you know, the one more definite addition. The porgs, eh? Oh, yeah. Tastes <laughs> 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 like chicken. <laughs> Spoiler, sir! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say wait what happened. <laughs> Dude, careful. Okay, but if anything, like, you know, we, we, yeah, we'll definitely go into that much later. You know, but I mean, uh, to me, the best thing about this series was there was a definite need and a definite, uh, I would say, a very aware uh, purpose of we need to kind of let go of the past yeah. and try different things. But I mean, later what I will definitely elaborate more in the spoiler-rich yeah. There was yeah. definitely an element of that being hammered. They need there. to kind of step further than where they think they stepped. So you feel like they didn't, they weren't bold enough? Because I feel like certain decisions they made plot-wise were Plot-wise, I agree, but visually and aesthetically. Uh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of things. I mean, the one problem I have with this Star Wars movie is the fact that it doesn't make the galaxy look bigger than it is. They tried, but because they did introduce lots of new planets, like they don't go back to any of the old planets, mm-hmm. but they look a lot like other planets. I agree. But, like, but this is the first uh, Star Wars film I can think of where they show like a biome from one other planet and it's mm-hmm. different when they actually arrive. Sort of like a single biome planet for the first time in any Star Wars movie. Possibly, but I mean, that's not that important to me. The fact yeah. of the matter is, is like, I mean, okay, this is not a spoiler, but we have an additional uh, additional cast. We have yeah. Laura Dern playing a very pivotal role as, uh, was it Admiral Holdo? Yeah, Holden, Holden, Vice Admiral right? Holdo. 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 Yeah, what a strange name yeah. for uh, Professor Ellie, huh? <laughs> yeah. And uh, we have also a uh, college humor alumni, Mrs. Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. All right, yeah, that's all I recognize her from. Is like, oh, I remember watching her skits on the yeah, about being a millennial. That's like, I, I didn't enjoy any of that. But like, I think it's like, okay, a nice welcome addition. Like for me, there's too much of that bitter taste of like this is them trying to corner that China market. Where we need Which to have is, an Asian person. If it is, like that's a very racist way of approaching it. You know how to really get the Chinese into it? Get some Vietnamese girl. Like she looks Chinese enough. But dude, they did it with Donnie Yen. Um, yeah, that's he's true. he's China yeah. is he, he's from China. He's from Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, you were about to say China yeah. as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I can. <laughs> but if anything is like you know like, to me like, uh, one of the missed opportunities like, why not make either of these characters an alien? Why not make, you know, Admiral Holdo instead of the beautiful and lovely Laura Dern? Like a really scarred... Like, she's supposed to be some oh, badass... She could, oh, she yeah. could wear practical effects makeup, you know? Oh, like, yeah, you know, alien, make yeah. her green skin at least. You know, that's yeah. what all I want yeah, is like... Plen- make her a Twi'lek, yeah. A Twi'lek, yeah, Twi'lek, you know? Yeah, Actually, that'd be nice because we've never had a Twi'lek in authority. They've always been yeah. prostitutes. What was the the foxy-looking one with the red face What in the, in the animated uh, show? Oh, that was Asuka. 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 Is she a Twi'lek? No, right. no, no. Yes, she is. Is she a Twi'lek? I'm not sure. She's a young one, that's why her, like... Oh, that's why it's not long, them. right, right, yeah. But, but she, like, she, uh, she looked really cute and foxy. <laughs> there's that, other, that Jedi, the green one, green uh, that one. was... Had, like, the dual lightsabers. She, she gets off in the uh, jungle planet in episode three. I don't think she had a name, but she was as well as a Jedi. A, she had a name. Look, it's Star Wars. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, Somebody affects... Yeah, the dude where we only saw his feet have a name. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> good point. Like, the cantina I, I, bands are a galaxy-famous... <laughs> Touring also. band, right? <laughs> they each had names, yes. Name the singer? <laughs> I don't know. Size Noodles. <laughs> I just said it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but okay, let, let's not, yeah, yeah, let's not nerd out too much. More better story, I guess. Uh, but yeah. that's the thing, because the thing is, like, like, I love how they're taking all these kind of risks with the animated series. Yeah. And I know you can do more things with design and with, uh, like, you know, how you say, character, uh, 
I mean, just the aesthetics, like making her a bit more anime yeah. or making her a little bit more, I don't know, like uh, coquettish or whatever. Okay, okay. So you can't really do that with a live action person, you know? Like, as much as I love the, the jolly dumpling that is Miss Tran, <laughs> yeah. okay, it's like, uh, yeah, if she was like a, a weird, like, fish faced alien, like, oh, this is cool. Then I you would go. Make, I would make a certain scene at the end far more fun. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I mean, uh, I love the fact that they throw a bone to like, oh look, it's Admiral Akbar, or is that weird double cheek guy who flew with Lando Calrissian? Yeah. Was he called Nub Nub or something? His name Nub Nub. Nub Nub. Nub Nub. Let's go with Nub Nub. So Nub Nub comes back, you know. And then the thing is, they have even the fucking Chewbacca only gets like four minutes of screen time. He only gets Literally. four lines as well. <laughs> <laughs> If lines actually come for him, are we talking about lines of space blowser? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Okay, but if anything, like, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. but yeah, that, that's a good argument right there. But I felt that whatever that Rian Johnson actually put out there, especially the story development between Ray and Kylo Ren, that actually worked. I yeah. like those bits. Mm. I even like the fact that they actually did a story for Poe, which we'll get to later, where. In a he way, has, he grows up. He grows up. He has an arc, yeah. actually. A very, a very good arc, I would yeah. say, because there was a danger that he was going to be the next Han Solo, and yeah. they subvert that, which is yeah, nice. which is good because I don't want to see Han Solo, Leia, and Luke again. Yeah, 2.0 you know. Yeah, because we've that. seen them, we can have someone else, and we kind of have the closest we have to a Han type is Benicio del Toro's character. Yeah, it's like this is what Han would be like if he had no morals whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah, a, a true scoundrel of the galaxy. But then again, then you have to ask yourself. So wait, so John Boyega is the princess in this scenario? Well, he's about as useful as one. <laughs> is he supposed to be comedy relief in this? One? I honestly don't know, to be honest. He, I mean, he has he has a story with Rose, but that's it on the suicide mission. He does stuff, and then he's a main character, but I can't really place him what kind of archetype he is. Exactly, and he's that's the point, and it's good that I think we he's can't, in, uh, in between. Uh, that maybe. we can't say, oh, he's this type or that type is good because it means that. They're creating actual people that feel believable, which is good. Which But is good. Like, the yeah. thing is, like you're saying that he doesn't fit into the art, uh, the archetypes of the original three. Yeah, which I'm is saying, right. which is, I agree with you. But I'm saying, like, so what is he? What is his arc? What is his motivation? What is his purpose? Because basically, they kind of hinted at in the first movie that he was a deserter and a coward. Yeah. He was yeah. afraid. Of, he didn't want to face the battle. But at the same time, once he stumbled upon the winning side, or maybe not the winning side, I'm not going to say anything more than that. But if anything, like once he met people who were like you know kind of like not crazy psychopathic stormtroopers, aka stormtroopers, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I mean, like oh, there you go, that's his arc. It's like basically it's the the coward's redemption, you know, yeah, like, which is very sick Shakespearean, yeah, it is solved and very the, nice in the first film, like the Force Awakens. But they do it again in this one, to a point, to a, to a point, point, yeah. But and the thing is not to because I think they actually have to show more light towards Poe and Hell. I agree, Ray and Kylo Ren. But still. I yeah. would. I would say this, like, then why feature him so prominently on the poster, and why is he always holding a lightsaber? That's a good point. <laughs> marketing, <laughs> marketing. Yeah, I, like, well, I don't know what. I think they're not quite sure what to do with him. Like, yeah. they I agree. Intru- yeah. They introduced him, and I think there was some rewriting thing going on where, like, we don't know what to do. We're kind of in a rut with this guy. And so, to be honest, anything that's played on a poster usually is not indicative of the final film in the end. Oh yeah, because I yeah, remember the poster of the of a new hope where Leia has a leg out. She's wearing a really sexy dress, yes. and she's actually in, like this big frumpy gown the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, but no bra, nope. <laughs> no bra. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people don't wear underwear in space. They don't. Gravity takes care of everything. <laughs> <laughs> It's more comfortable that way. 
Uh, <laughs> well, if anything, I mean, like, I mean, okay, I also want to kind of point out in the very spoiler rich r- review we're going to do, yeah. it's like uh, we're going to definitely break apart the characters a little bit more. Absolutely. So I'm also kind of glad, but also kind of like meh about the fact that, like, oh, everybody complained about how Captain Phasma doesn't do anything. She does do something. She does something, but yeah, yeah. it's like, so what's how what, what importance is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can replace it with any stormtrooper and yeah, the same the same thing. Yeah, I mean they. It's did more that like a, hey, here's a little bit of closure from that stuff from F- the Force Awakening, but that's it. No, that's it. here's the here's the actual reason. Hey, we need to sell silver stormtroopers to to like children. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, we need to sell silver stormtroopers to girls, <laughs> or Game of Thrones fans. What? Or both. <laughs> yeah. Hey, even though that was short, I kind of like that fight, and that's also the one thing I like about uh, the last Jedi. Just every fight scene that happened, the, the fight scenes are all, all absolutely on incredible. On I agree. Okay, that's one thing I definitely will not shit on is the fact that all the action is all the best action yeah. Yeah. from the opening till the middle fight till the, to the ending. I mean, the only problem, the only action sequence I was kind of annoyed with. Uh, is basically the very Tintin-esque escape on the big giant dogs in the casino scene. Oh, like okay, this it felt, felt it felt a bit like the animated movie they made from uh, Tintin. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which Actually, was a a bit too ridiculous. <laughs> it felt like a Phantom Menace moment when you think about it. A Dude, that bit. whole section yeah. was giving me a heavy Phantom Menace, but it's like, okay, why are you distracting me okay, with all these shiny don't things? Don't get me wrong, Star Wars has always been about deviating to different locales and showing showcasing new tech and new locations, but this one. Maybe that scene may have been cut. Have it been felt cut too much like a fetch quest, man. Like such a, a side mission. That, that whole segment, it's a pretty fetch quest, but still a fetch. They could have sliced off easily five or ten minutes, which if they wanted to have a longer Star Wars, they could have added something else elsewhere. Like maybe have a bit more time with uh, Luke and Rey, which mm. was some pretty amazing scenes. Yeah, like, speaking of uh, old casting, uh, yeah. Luke and uh, Leia, good stuff right there. From the acting and seeing the oh yeah, I mean Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher yes. is amazing. Was amazing. I want to bring up one thing, but there'll have to be much later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in but, a spoiler. In a spoiler review. I which know what you're talking about. It's coming very soon. Yeah, okay, okay. but yeah, before we go to the spoiler, just one last thing I want to talk about briefly is, I really, really liked the way Luke was developed in this film. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. And I, I feel it. like the end, the end of his story was really lovely. Mm, yeah, I, I don't want to say too much. We're gonna go yeah, to, yeah. Well, we will talk like about it more, but... but it was actually executed really well. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna have to talk more later. I would say this, like, you know what? I think uh, let's just give our recommendations. Whether you, you do you want to convince la, la, the Last King fans out there, should they go watch this film? They should absolutely yeah. watch this film. They're, they're gonna watch it even without our opinion but, because they're mm-hmm. Star Wars fans, right? I mean, you should watch Force Awakens first. I agree, yeah, because definitely. Because this film starts really, really in Minas Res. With a lot of references where if you haven't seen Force Awakens... Like, you might get a bit lost. Uh, you can get away without watching the originals and the prequels. But you don't need to watch it, but definitely this is worth your time to go see it in cinema. Yeah. And I'm going to go see it again in IMAX because... Oh, yeah, 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 I'm watching it There are IMAX some too. scenes where, oh boy, I can't imagine how that's like a 3D. I would say this, like, if you're a Star Wars fan... Like if you're a Star Wars fan like me, you will immediately forgive a lot of the problems this yeah. film has. And I will say this right: if you're one of those really cantankerous, very anal fans, yeah, you will not like this. I will say that I- I'm gonna say that right now because I know there's a, a certain bunch of Star Wars fans out there. I know a lot. You yeah. know who yeah. you're talking. Yeah. About? You know, yeah. you know who I'm talking about. And the thing is, I can sometimes f- 
you know, fall into that trap. I fall into that trap, but I wouldn't say fall. I fluctuate between being a super fan and being too much of a possessive yeah. Star Wars. But I would say this right. Uh, this is not the strongest of all the sequels. No. I would say it is. Ha- it doesn't. If you're expecting something to match, maybe Empire Strikes Back. You know, and, and as much as people are kind of <laughs> nothing can match. You Empire can't match match it. But I would say like you know, the thing is you you can almost match it. I would say in terms of tone, in terms of execution, would be like Rogue One. Yeah. Like Rogue One to me felt like the closest thing to a masterpiece Star Wars uh film. Yeah, which is yeah. amazing considering just how many problems that film had. And uh, like, like, all the reshoots, all of the rewrites, and it was yeah. still and it turned out great. <laughs> so fun. good. And it gave me my favorite droid of all time, K two S O. Oh yes. yeah. Like I love him more than C three P O and R two D two combined. Well, it's because it's Alan <laughs> Tudyk like, being. Oh, yeah. Alan Tudyk has as much Alan Tudyk. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I thought HK forty seven was my favorite until he came in. Like he had the most like touching sacrifice scene of all the characters. Oh, yeah. I would say like he, I, he I miss. But if anything, um, I was I would say this right. Uh, I would definitely recommend if you're a Star Wars fan, go watch this. I mean yeah. like you will definitely get your Star Wars fix. And if you're the kind of the smart fan, the kind of fan that I am sometimes is like I would say. Please leave some expectations at the door. Don't get too much into it because you know that will ruin your experience. Yeah. You actually appreciate the fine yeah. turns this movie takes. That's what I appreciate about it. I that. mean, like you will notice there's a certain like of finesse when it comes to a lot of the scenes and a lot of the characters. But if anything, I mean, like if I were to give it a number rating, which I'll do now for the spoiler-free version. Yeah. I mean, this is a very strong six upon ten, six or seven. Ooh, that's like like a very it's a weak it's a strong C weak B. Okay. You know what I mean? Because the thing is that like, I don't want it. To Is definitely better than the, the than one two three. Oh yeah. But no, nah, it's nowhere close to like you know anything like Empire or anything like uh, definitely Rogue One. Rogue One to me is like a solid B. Like Empire is A. Yeah. So that's what I would say. You know, like it's right. It's it's there. It's definitely on the bell curve of like it's a very positive. Like you know, good. Yeah. You know, yeah. just pass. I would say. I mean. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Toffee, what's yeah, your? Yeah. It's a seven for me because. I'm kind of forgiving of the flaws it has because again the fight scenes, the development for the characters that mattered in that arc, that 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 worked. Okay, uh, for me it's an eight to eight point five. Okay, because nice. I mean this is definitely not a perfect film. There are issues, but a lot of my issues are more nitpicky than they are like this is a serious problem with the film because mm. this is probably one of the better made Star Wars films because you can tell this is a very very competent director. Who has a very particular? Voice. I would say because he has more of the budget. No, Lucas oh, had nothing yeah. to work with. Yeah, like this guy has Disney fuck you money by <laughs> literally him. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about a company like, that's that's like that a just chunk of fifty-two billion was it? Fifty-two point four billion. Thank you. Like that's probably chump change for Disney at this point. It's <laughs> like, like what do you want? Oh, I've got some more behind the couch here somewhere. Yeah. Like there you go. But yeah, I mean, this is it's a really really good movie. I. Definitely my third favorite Star Wars movie. So it's after Empire and Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One is still like my favorite of the of the new ones mm-hmm. because I mean, I it, it's the first. It stepped away enough. Yeah, and right. also it's the first film to make you look at an AT AT Walker and go, "Fuck, that's yeah. terrifying." <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I I love Empire Strikes Back, but they look goofy as all hell in that movie. Well, you know, you can't blame the '70s special effects and budget, sir. Well, they yeah. were really good for its time. Oh no, they were great. Yeah. Like when they're walking, and then like, oh, a bit of rope, and you trip them up, and then they look like lost puppies. Like in this one, where there's someone running around, and you just see this thing going, "Hi!" <laughs> 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 uh, 
And oh yeah, that's one last. That's thing. so cute now up close, huh? Before we go into spoilers, one last thing I'll say about design. I like the new AT walkers here. Really? They look more like gorillas. Like they have that weird like a. Oh yeah, the little folded legs. Yeah. Like they had knuckles and stuff yeah. because they I, look a bit more stable that way. I feel because they wanted to kind of emphasize constantly like oh these salt flats are really slippery. Yeah. yeah. So we have to have this very specific kind of walker for this. Yeah. Because like the ones for the snow where they had the more turtle style feet were mm -hmm. more f like okay that makes sense. It has yeah. to be like snowshoes. You need to distribute the weight yeah. evenly. Whereas this one like you kind of need to grip the ground as it moves. But then again like an overall design like you have something as gigantic and that and only it's two. It's probably gonna crash through the ground. <laughs> Not just that. It's like oh you have this huge giant scary menacing thing and only two turrets on the face. Well they have the one just above it, but that's still quite a small cannon. Uh, yeah, but you can't really point down, sir. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's go, actually more for anti-air. Yeah, they got yeah, they got to. That's not even a good AA gun because it's only like like you better hope it's a frontal assault if it's coming from the back. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. luck, my friend. <laughs> so like yeah, if anything, let's not bring up the fact that there's a lot of very impractical spaceship designs. It fits the world, but yeah, impractical in Star Wars. <laughs> Jeez. How dare you, sir? ATST walkers are perfectly stable and definitely designed for. They have warfare. four legs, like most animals. What could, what could possibly go wrong? A rope, <laughs> a bipedal walker, or spindly legs in a forest where the tree trunks. No, that definitely works, especially speeders which go at fifty fucking miles an hour into a tree. This stormtrooper hour is enough to protect us from arrows and rocks. <laughs> <laughs> right, and tiny little isolates, perfectly designed for long-range warfare. <laughs> Yes, especially when you walk through doors and accidentally knock your head on them in deleted scenes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, it's in the final film. You see him knock his head. Nah, I mean, I think it's been retconned out of it finally. Is it yeah. still in the final film? I think it was the first remaster, was it? Or was it the second no, one? No, they left it in. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like, the one thing they decided to fix uh, was... Uh, the Wilhelm scream, but no. But this guy knocking his head on the door? Oh. No, uh, Greedo now shooting first. So still, that... still canon. Yeah. <laughs> that, so, that idiot. That's, pro that's probably a figure for that guy out there. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he has his own playset with the door half open. <laughs> you have, ooh, kids, now you can buy that very special door. With it. And here's the trooper who knocked his head against it. Oh my god. <laughs> so let's get into spoilers. Okay, so maybe tell you what. Uh, we're going to give all you Last King fans a chance. Okay, if you want to avoid spoilers, if you haven't seen the film, go watch it, come back, listen to this on a second play. Yeah. Preferably. But of course, you know, like, you can leave it on pause if you want. Go watch a two and a half hour movie and come back. But uh, let's all do a nice uh, countdown, okay? So we're going to count down from what would be a nice number? Like, there's been three. It's always about trilogies. So from let's the do three. Eight. Let's do eight. Okay, <laughs> I'll start. We'll go around the table. Okay, counting down to the spoiler version eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. Episode one. Spoilers time. Okay, fucking hell. I wanted to see Chewbacca eat that pork <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it was so. <laughs> <laughs> the pork had to give the puppy dog eyes. No, the thing is like twice, <laughs> twice. Okay. Like the thing is, as much as I enjoyed the fact that like, okay, calm down, eccentric Tom. Of all the spoilers <laughs> to start with. No, I, we need to address the fact. The last, the, the last thing podcast talking about the things that matter. The We're talking pork meat. The one thing we need to mention is the fact that we had Chewbacca, okay, a legacy character. A badass motherfucker who ripped arms. He rips like arms off, you know, be careful with Chewie. And then there he is, you know. He has, not only is he about to eat one, he cooked 
cleaned. He 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 gutted. He gutted it probably. Yeah. Removed fur and feather, you know, and beak and eyeballs, you know. And he was about to munch down on this delicious, lovely piece of, you know, pork this, meat. This, yeah. this this what do you call it? a half of a full pork, roasted yeah, pork. spring pork. pork. He had spring <laughs> pork. Roasted, roasted pork. <laughs> you know, like he had a spring pork in his hand. <laughs> and no, then spring implies you kind of deep fried it, right? It looked deep fried, bro. Okay, it wasn't deep fried. Oh, it, it, was it was roasted. It was roasted. roasted on open fire. It was rotisserie. It was rotisserie yeah. pork. A nice braised pork. Okay, braised. <laughs> okay. braised. And then Chewbacca about to dig in, and then this little cute little. Like, you know what I want? I want you know, like the thing is, he's like Chewbacca's like he's like gonna eat it. He's getting guilt tripped by two porks. He turns around to see the extra cute one, and he's like blubbering, and he's about to cry. Like, oh, you ate my mother! And then like, then he picks up that pork and eats it too, <laughs> <laughs> like the raw one. Nice. Yeah. Like I'm Chewbacca. I don't care. Uh, hey, it explains why the oldest porks on the the ship afterwards. Because yeah, they're they're, del- <laughs> they're, like after, they're like after movie snacks, I guess. I mean, like basically, like the pork in the Millennium Falcon on the salt flat battle. Yeah, like, yeah that's a snack <laughs> that's, yeah. that's for later after we win so, I mean, I mean, in case the Millennium Falcon gets stuck in space without gas or fuck like, that's your snack right there yeah episode 9 is gonna start with just a pile of pork bones <laughs> yeah. they could do an entire Star Trek kind of episode like the kibbles episode where you have just porks unnecessarily just reproducing and taking over the entire Millennium Falcon like they're falling out of like you know compartments and shit and it's like oh hey, we're, we're, at least we won't be hungry <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they're cute adorable and Delicious boys and girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. oh man, you know okay, I would, so I would love system out, out no, no, way, right? I, not yet. No, you know what? The thing is, like, people are so <coughs> anal about extended universes. Yo, the Last King. We are gonna be the first one to release the official Last King pork recipe book. <laughs> All the different ways you know you can marinate and saute, yeah, yeah. stir fry them, oh, barbecue feeds. them. Mm, yes, a pork brisk and lovely Ooh. cream sauce. <laughs> with, pork pie with blue milk. So easy, even a <laughs> hut could cook it. Oh, uh, hey, now we know where the blue milk comes from. There you go. Why? <laughs> Why? What? A uh, fucking nasty ass looking alien <laughs> yeah. just kind of sitting there like an old lady at top. Beach. A blue harvest, if you will. Oh God! Oh, With Christ. some of the most grippiest, <laughs> rubberiest nipples that you can squeeze blue milk from. And watching Luke Skywalker, okay, and the, the legend king when he was doing like that squish, brrr, squish. Brrr. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a deleted scene where you have Luke Skywalker mouth to teeth, <laughs> literally sucking the milk right out of that thing because he don't give a fuck no more. He's in proper it's hobo like mode. He's like, go, like you know? fuck this shit. Like Ray hasn't arrived yet. Like the only reason he puts it in the bottle is because Ray is there, yep. and he wants to look a little bit dignified. I'm the last Jedi, okay? I like, gotta look good for you students. Or I'm pretty sure he's running on the <laughs> island like a Monty Python character in his underwear with just his beard covering his bare necessities, <laughs> sucking off all these giant like impractical. <laughs> Like, 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 I'm Luke Skywalker. Wipes his like you know face with his like, like forearm. <laughs> I'm a Jedi. <laughs> Do you want to go mm, to the whole that uh, mental image? <laughs> you want to go to the whole alien diversity, diversity or lack thereof? No. Speaking the- of Luke, he's dead. <laughs> he real dead. Yeah. He did. Oh in- yeah, yeah. He's dead. He's dead. I mean, okay, if anything, like, okay, we're gonna definitely go spoilerific, right? So, I mean, let's not jump all over the place. Okay. Let's probably uh, start with there. Let's start with the, what we call the legacy characters. Yes. So, we have already established that Chewbacca nearly ate probably the new franchise uh, moneymaker. Yeah. Uh, amazing scene. Like, he should have eaten it. Yeah, but I will say like this, like, so Luke, like, you know, he didn't appear in the first movie. 
at yeah. all. And Until the end. If you remember, J.J. Abrams tweeted a picture of, oh, here we have the entire cast, Harrison Ford, Luke Skywalker, all these guys reading the script. And then there was this, like, if you zoomed in on Luke, he's like, where the fuck am I in this movie? <laughs> yeah. he, he pops up for 20 seconds in the end. All right. And then they kill him off. Yeah. And the thing is, I kind of called it that they were gonna kill, they're gonna kill off Harrison Ford because yeah. either he's senile or he just doesn't want to do this anymore. Well, no, it's because like, it's he's more made than it very, that though, actually. He's made it very clear yeah. he hates playing uh, Han Solo. I agree, and he's only done it for three movies. <laughs> he's played Indiana Jones more times, but he still gets shit for being Han Solo. <laughs> Mm. I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, if your entire life is like people going, "Hey, Han Solo, who's your first? If you're like, "Look, motherfucker, just kill me off already." You know what's gonna happen right now, though? Yeah. All these millennials. Oh my god, look, it's Deckard Kane. Let's take a selfie. Wait, Deckard Kane's from Diablo. <laughs> well, he's Deckard something. Yeah, Deckard. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're like, oh, he's. Well, like, what's it like working with Ryan Gosling? Oh, fuck you, kid. <laughs> but if anything, okay. <laughs> Are you my weed dealer? Uh, no, fuck off. I'm from clearing prison, dude. Get off my plane. <laughs> but if anything, okay, let, let's talk about Luke Skywalker. I would say he has a very strange up and down kind of art going on. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would say the one thing about Star Wars that I love, uh, this Star Wars especially, okay, I'm not going to be uh, too negative on it, but one of the best parts is basically when we see him, and Ray hands over the lightsaber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. That and, was like, good. Th- you can literally hear everybody in the audience like, oh my god, it's Luke Skywalker. And he just throws it over his shoulder. Like, the look as well, he gives us like, the really, fuck? dude? Like, I have so many of this. And I lost my hand. <laughs> okay. And the funny thing is, I kind of expected him to do that as a wizard, jaded uh, Jedi, you know? No, but I love that. that. <laughs> that no, no, even as a wizened old Jedi, like, like he's basically like, no, no. Fuck the, yeah, fuck exactly. the other movies. Yeah, it's also because, you know, that's the lightsaber he lost when he lost his hand. Yeah. So he'd be like, this fucking thing again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, why are you reminding me? So, okay, one thing I really want to bring up and the fact that is, since we're on the topic of legacy, is like basically, I mean, also following after that, there's that lovely scene where Snoke orders Kylo Ren to take that stupid thing off. Oh, literally yeah. the mask. Literally yeah. the thing that he is like. Th- because basically, Kylo Ren was set up to be like Mr. Fanboy of Darth Vader. I'm the yeah. next Darth Vader. I, I literally worship the mask that he wore as he died. And here we see him smashing it against the elevator. Or, yeah. or, or is it in his room? It was an elevator. I would say, I mean, of course, missed opportunity to have stormtroopers walking on that. Like, oh, he's angry. Like the same two, <laughs> the same two guys. Yeah. It's like, we can't escape this guy's mood swings. Come on. <laughs> And how lovely would it be if they took off their helmets and it's like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, nerds complete. No, but if anything, like, that's one thing I like about uh, Star Wars is the fact that it started so strong. It was basically a lot of, um, a lot of it is basically, look at these things that you guys hold so dear. Look at these icons and these artifacts. The lightsaber and this black helmet and like, okay, fuck that shit. Yeah. We're going to smash it. We're going to destroy it. Artifacts. Yeah, yeah, it's basically stop living in the past, boys and girls. We're going to do something totally new right now. Yeah. And then, you know, I love the fact that you made the statement, but you didn't really, I mean, you talked the talk. You didn't really walk the walk. Okay, I mean, you to a certain extent. You stepped the steps, not walk like the Yeah, but you didn't step far enough. Yeah. Like, exactly. Because, you know, Ray goes to find the lightsaber almost 20 minutes later. Right. I mean, she's just, it's back. It's not like, oh, she has to build a new one. No, she just has to go find it before the porks kill themselves with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that would was, have been... I was waiting for that scene to happen. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like how can how can a pork lightsaber negligence? How does a pork ignite a lightsaber? Seriously, 
because they, I mean, but yeah, if anything, but, uh, let's not get into the anatomy of pork. Let's not talk about porks anymore, okay? I'm pretty sure everybody else is gonna be tweeting all the new ninety dollars for a pork toy now, right? Really? I think so. They can charge Fuck high man. for that. They can charge yes. whatever they want but for I it. I really want one. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> with some fava beans and a nice Chianti, <laughs> probably. With <laughs> some barbecue sauce too. Deep fried with uh, French fries. I don't and know why you're <laughs> implying that I'm pork as well. I'm, I'm implying the fact that you know porks are delicious. Boys yeah. and girls. That's that's our hashtag for this episode. Boys and girls, porks are delicious. Anyway, oh man, no, we should not spoil it no. too much. But okay, if anything. Well, no, people won't know. It could just be like porks are delicious. Like this is just our twisted humor. Roast pork. Ooh, that sounds nice right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, if anything, uh, <laughs> so then we have them like trying to establish with us is like okay, we're we're gonna put e- everything's gonna be a plot twist all of a sudden. Everything's oh, yeah. gonna be p- we're gonna put everything on his head and spin everything upside down. So when it comes to the legacy characters, like I was kind of thinking that in light of what happened to our dear Miss Carrie Fisher, like, they were gonna kill her off. They were gonna kill her off, and they did. They did kind briefly, of yeah briefly. I know, and the thing is, right? Mm. I would also say this, like that, that that's probably one of the things that I want to complain about is the fact that Kylo Ren I mean, I mean what do you guys think do you think that he did his turn near the end of the film anyway he did because he, he was conflicted until the very end yeah. when he realized that Snoke was the one like notice how once Snoke died yeah he became much clearer in his thoughts and what he wanted yeah he just wanted to be a like, badass to rule I, the it was entire Snoke universe. fucking with his head the entire time mm. But I mean, I would say this: right? I would have respected him more of a character as a character if he was the one who pulled the trigger. If he did pull the trigger on yeah. Carrie Fisher, because the thing is, they had that moment where they were like, either it was the Force or just you know, like mom's in, in what do you call it? mom ESP, where it's like, oh, that's my boy flying yeah. towards me, and like, yeah, as an asshole of the universe, as somebody, as a, as somebody who is even more, because the thing is, Darth Vader had the redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, Darth Vader is not that fucked up. He's like, you know, he will not kill his son. But if we can see, like, Kylo Ren not only off Harrison Ford. Like, so I'm pretty sure I can kind of relate to him with the deadbeat dead. Like, oh, yeah. you were never there for me growing up. So it was very easy for me to saber you. But I'm pretty sure mom... Was who, a much more difficult thing to do. And mom did send you to Luke Skywalker school. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, that would have been much more like, okay, you know what? I believe that Kylo Ren is unsavable. There you go. He is the true enemy of like all of this uh, but no they, they still kind of give him some compassion which I thought felt more like okay we kind of need to have this whole second subplot where Ray is gonna try and convince, convince him yeah. which I felt dragged the story a bit too much maybe but not I, that much but I feel like much, it was a bit more interesting than the standard like I want revenge I want to kill him I agree like, but it was nice to have someone go in with more like a compassion kind yeah, of yeah. like trying sense. her best to because bring then when she realized dark, how dark side, easy like it was to jump into the dark side, like yeah. she just dove right the fuck into uh, like the corner of the dark side, like that was a pretty uh, crazy scene. Mm, like, especially uh, Luke's response, kind of like looking genuinely like passionately terrified. Yeah, yeah, that Ray like, has a lot of power. Yeah, well, it's like you know, I wasn't scared of the first time I saw this. Hey, I'm scared as fuck now. But I think that also kind of ruins like the lore a bit because wouldn't Luke be able to sense that? Like the, the, especially but when he also, met, meets her for the first time. It's like, like at the same time, they, she also says that you know he's cut himself off from the Force. Okay. Like he's been blocking himself. I mean, off. yeah. There's another thing. Is like there's there's a lot of times where I question this film and like yeah. I mean it it feels like it's gonna fall apart and then like 
some very clever writer kind of has a very you know a like, vague understanding of the force. Not just like uh, they'll, they'll they'll explain their way through certain things. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially uh, it's not like a huge leap of logic to try and explain things. Like, there's certain things in other Star Wars films where you have to take a lot of logical leaps to say, "Oh no, that makes perfect sense." Like, whereas in here, it's like, yeah, on the surface, I'm not quite sure, but if you think about it a little bit, like, okay, I can see where the logic. But I mean, I would say like, okay, this is a bigger discussion that we should not be having right now. But <laughs> yeah. I would say this right because like, if it's your inability to retain that suspension of disbelief yeah. where you need to kind of like okay in order for this segment to really work logically or whatever we kind of need to explain something explain something explain something that's wh- where I was fault a lot of movies where it becomes clunky where you have yeah. too many things going on and it's like I get that you need to keep things <coughs> on a certain logical tangent but at the same time like yeah but you also need to be strict with what it is you want to achieve with the story yeah so in like the thing is right one of the things I brought up earlier was like okay there's a lot of new characters cool but none of them really add up to anything and you still have all these legacy characters where you're trying your best to kind of phase out and like the new characters you introduce they have this standout moment and then that's it they were just there for that film well I, I guess I don't know I feel like it's with Kelly Matree Kant's uh, Laura Dern's character yeah no Laura Dern I feel like she did a good job yep but she looked more like your crazy auntie comes for Christmas than actual <laughs> yeah. oh really but up crazy purple hair, Laura like, Dern. Yeah, did she have purple hair? I thought she was blonde most of the time. No, no, purple, purple, purple hair. That was purple. My bad. She mm. looks like her hand was permanently reaching for some for a glass of Chardonnay. <laughs> With the force. But she did. <laughs> she did have one of the most badass sequences. Oh, yeah, Jesus. yeah. Like she that's did. the thing I wanted to say. The scene where they they uh, hyperdrive into that ship yeah. and then it's that flash of white with like. Hyperdrive, sir. No, this is no Star Wars. Sorry, <laughs> Careful. No sound, yeah. <laughs> Same fucking thing. Like. Are you about to say warp speed? <laughs> Careful, Let's sir. Let's just say that to piss off people. <laughs> yeah, oh, the right. part where she like you know asks Scotty to beam her aboard, <laughs> <laughs> beam me onto that ship. Not just me, the ship too. <laughs> yeah. But that scene, yeah. That Holy fuck! Yeah. I mean, I I gasped when I saw that scene and also, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just. Also, if you think about it too much, because it wasn't just Snoke ship, that was four star destroyers of behind ships, it, a lot of destroyers just doing. shattered. But then I've seen a lot of people complain about this, and I kind of agree. Why has no one done light speed missiles yet? Because obviously they're very effective. Well, you need to pilot somebody in light speed. So? So you have to put somebody inside the missile. Well, obviously they're like that's like a, a, a pork. Like kam- let's, <laughs> let's train these that porks. That sounds like kamikaze bombers now. You yeah, know, kamikaze like. porks. Yeah, there, there we, we go. go. The that's why they took them from the island. <laughs> <laughs> or that's the resistance is new. And then of course comes like some. Uh, here, I can, can literally hear the nerd in the back row pushing up his glasses. Well, most of these robots are sentient beings anyway. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, if K two S O can kill himself, you know, and understand the greatest, the greater good and logic, and uh, yeah, okay, I get it. Lightspeed missiles, dude. We live in a world where like lightsabers. Yeah, and they have and a battery magic, ram basically. laser. Can I also? Oh, that's, this is space magic. I love the fact they were they were saying like, oh, it's kind of like Death Star technology, but we like miniaturized it. it. Miniaturized it to knock down doors. It's like, why don't you just have lots of that? Yeah, it's like. Or why don't you put that on all the walkers? Also, I just <laughs> I would think it was experimental, but yeah, they should. But why can't they sooner. just have? It worked, <laughs> sir. <laughs> or they could just have like a battering ram. Like, you know Because this looks cooler, I guess Or you can do like Grand from Lord of the Rings Where you have Darth Vader's face On the end of it No, look (laughs) Like like a giant Pez dispenser (laughs) Except it will kill you 
upon impact. <laughs> no, but here's another problem: is like, okay, if you can make a da- like a Death Star on that size and scale, like, yeah, like I've seen your droids. Put yeah. put it in a droid. You can downscale that shit and put. Remember it the destroyers the from the original, like from the prequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this little rolling thing with a little mini like Death Star style cannon on his chest <laughs> to just wipe out Rip Rebels. But okay, okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's got slow charge up speed, and you know, it's like a one shot every minute. Because like, okay, according to <clears throat> Film School One Hundred One, okay, you under- need to understand dramatics. Okay, you, know, you can't just blow up the thing. You gotta have a timer. <laughs> All right, like let's not let's not go down this too much of like a nerdy thing. But okay, like speaking of too much of a nerdy thing, okay, another thing I love. I also want to kind of reiterate my previous point where I love how they shit on the legacy in a very like tongue in cheek way, not not in a total like oh fuck what happened in the past. Yeah, I loved when freaking like Ray was like uh, trying to approach Luke Skywalker and says like no you're you're the you're you're, you're gonna help us You're gonna solve All these problems He's like What, what do you want me to do you Like think- I'm old yeah. <laughs> Not only that I love the line he said Where he's like What do you think I'm just gonna appear there With my laser sword And make all of this go away He said laser sword yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like wow He don't give a fuck <laughs> I love that I love this version Of Luke Skywalker Where basically He's like Bitter and unhappy Not because of Kylo Ren But also at the just same because time because he's an old fuck Yeah, yeah there you go He's like, dated per se I like uh, the bit where Um Ray is like learning to like reach for the force and but she takes it literally just like sticks her hand out and he just starts tickling her with a reed. <laughs> yeah, you feel it? Funny. You feel it? It's getting stronger? It's getting stronger? I mean, Snap. I mean uh, there's also this one complaint like uh, I, I did mention before I did watch this in the cinema with my girlfriend and she kind of pointed out the fact like do we need to sit through another movie where the young person approaches the old person to learn something and the old person is just fucking with her and like basically thinking like oh right yeah I, I shall not train you this is unnecessary need to like gain trust and to start the training properly and it's like my response i'm from asia we have kung fu movies they're all like that yeah <laughs> you literally have to ask an old guy to teach you a technique and usually they don't want to teach you straight away eh. so that's the thing there's a lot of things about this film where it's like it didn't feel like padding but, but it felt like they took went on a tad longer than they needed to be. Yeah. I mean, I, what, do think, what do you think about the mirror scene that happened anyway? I love that though. That I was, love that. That was cool. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that uh, also in a, in a fuck you to like, you know, all these <laughs> preconceptions is basically like, oh, is Rhea Skywalker or is she maybe... A solo? It's just she... not explained. Yeah, and no, it, that one, that it was, was explained. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the end, when the, after the Kylo Ren fight. You know. I, I love that. I love the fact that like, no, like just like Anakin Skywalker, she, she, she got false powers. Nobody can explain anything. Yeah. Deal with it. I like that's that. how it works. It yeah, doesn't works. have to be a family drama in space yeah. constantly. Yeah, and yeah, and I really like the way that kind of Ren says they're like, "Oh, you know who your parents are." Yeah, tell they us, were, tell us, damn it. Yeah, they're nobody. They were junkies. Yeah. Like they sold her for like space booze, and they died in a pauper's graves. Like, oh wow, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like how that was revealed because you don't need to be anyone special to use the force. I guess like you just it just happened. They brought know? it back. Like, that was the yeah. underlying point. Like that's why it ended with that little kid on the casino planets. Like where he casually just force grabs the mop and then starts looking to the space with the resistance logo. Which I loved a lot because basically it's in a way stemming back to classic Star Wars where And even the old Republic story anyone Let's not go too much (laughs) you know like one of the most famous scenes from New Hope where Luke is looking out at the twin sons of Tatooine. And the, mm-hmm. and, yes, the and the yes. John Williams score just kicks in, right? Yeah. yeah. And like it's the same with this kid, but he's looking at at stars. Like it's the same look, it's the same kind of determination of I'm getting out of this shit pile and I'm gonna do something different. Yeah. Like 
It's gorgeous. So like the hero's journey, yeah. or like the original Star Wars. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, reference. And, I mean, I guess we all have mixed feelings about uh, Luke passing away. Well, yeah. I knew he was gonna pass yeah. away. It's but just that I feel like his send off was really touching, mm-hmm. because it was. I don't know if like you know this planet also has a twin sun system, or that that's just him seeing Tatooine again. I would say more that it's poignant. I agree with you, but also at the same time, it's like he needs to be more of a presence in these films, if anything, because but he will, but as, he will be. Like they've yeah. made it very clear, he's gonna be Force Ghost because his body disappears. If Yoda can do it and uh, Obi Wan can do it, so can Luke, right? No, but okay. Let me just also mention. I mean, I hate the fact that this review is going all over the place, but oh, yeah. I feel <coughs> robbed of the scene of Kylo Ren versus Luke Skywalker. In a way, yes. We got it, but it wasn't exactly what we but got. But I think that was kind of clever in that a sense. That was a good fake out. Considering yeah. that I don't think Luke is going to hold a candle to fighting yeah, Kylo also Ren. Because Especially when he's already unleashed after killing Snoke. Yeah, yeah. and you know, the, the whole time when they're leading up, I was like really hoping it was a vision or something because like, how the fuck would they explain him leaving that planet? Like, were they gonna have a scene where he's lifting the X-wing out of the water again? Was mm-hmm. he gonna like be a stowaway on the Falcon? I like, I just like it would have annoyed me having to explain him actually being there. Yes. So the fact that I was like, oh no, psych! I was just messing with you. No, yeah. but what I'm My saying is, my powers are good enough to actually reach yeah. that part of the universe. No, but I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I wanted him to appear for that battle. I wanted him to fake him out and fuck him up and like, look, I'm that much more powerful than you at the Force. I. F- I fucking convinced you I was here. Yeah. Now come find me, boy. Come get some. Uh, come see me. Yeah. I'm waiting for you. And then they kill. They, he just fades into into nothing. It's like, no. Let me have that for the next movie. Let me have Kylo Ren get sunned in this movie. Get pissed off, and then really unleash. And then like he fights Luke. And then Luke is supposedly. I know it's called the Last Jedi. Can we? Can Jedi also be plural? <laughs> can we have Last Jedi also mean two of them instead of just one? So like yeah. he comes yeah, in. Can do that, maybe yes. in in the next episode he comes in. Like Luke Skywalker is like thinking, okay, fine, bam, bam, bam. We have that actual lightsaber battle. Luke loses. <gasps> oh my god! I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Or maybe I did see that coming. But then of course all of a sudden Ray's arc makes more sense because yeah. it's basically all right. You beat my master. Let's see what I have. Then you'll have that epic duel of the fates moment where, you know, like even though it's as corny and hammy as fuck as Qui Gon Jinn getting killed by Darth Maul, yeah. All of a sudden you're rooting for Ewan McGregor. You're like, yeah, Obi Wan. You yeah. gotta beat Darth Maul, bro. Yeah. You know, uh, you definitely like go. Yeah. Now. You... Now, now you're invested. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying is like basically, you don't you didn't have to kill him off. You you could have saved him. Just one more scene with him because the thing is right. Old school Star Wars fan, we need more Luke Skywalker. He wasn't. You didn't give us enough in the first movie, and he does only so much in this. But I would, I would. Whatever presence he made here, he definitely. It was a lasting impression, true. But it's like you know, what a wasted opportunity, man. I know, I know how you feel. The more you kept him in, the more of a weight he would be around the neck of future Star Wars movies. Because so long as he's a part of it. Like it doesn't matter how amazing Ray or Finn or Poe or Rose are. Mm. Like people are just gonna be focused on oh what's Luke gonna do? What's Luke gonna do? It's like that's not fair to these new characters. Especially since this movie was meant to be like hey we're just gonna focus on the new now. And then yeah. I'll argue back with you. It's like of course it's not fair to the new characters. So stop introducing more. Let us mm. focus on what you have established. I in hope there are no more new characters in Episode Nine <laughs> because we now have four main characters. Yeah, Ray, Poe, Finn. 
And Rose, I guess. And the Porg. Yeah, the boys do. <laughs> <laughs> the stowaways from the million, in the million pound. And this like hurts my feelings a lot because like, literally, the human characters are being taken out. Okay, Carrie Fisher. I don't know what her role is going to be in the next movie. I know it's going to be very minimal compared to like you know, yeah. well yeah, obvious reasons. Yes. But at the same time, like, but Chewbacca is still viable. He still fucks things up. He's still a, you can talk to him like a person. He'll be yeah. the he only can be integral. Old, yeah. You know what I mean? Or like even C three PO and R two D two who like make nice little cameos. I'm like. Yeah, but remember in the f- the first movie where we just followed these two assholes yeah. and how fun that was? It's like <laughs> yeah. exploring the universe. It's like I'm just a robot. Oh shit, I'm getting I'm getting disassembled. And then like R two D two is like basically yeah, you, ho- calm your tits. Let me go and rescue these guys from the trash <laughs> compactor. It's like that was what I I really miss because the thing is, you're introducing me to like okay, Emerald Holdo, I, I'm okay with her. I'm fine with her, but I like you know, there's no reason why we couldn't have had Agbar play that role or even Carrie Fisher. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm pretty and sure they're gonna go to send it off. But the thing is, like, I'm pretty sure, like, they want they. I'm pretty sure the original post-production like discussion was like, okay, Harrison wants to get out for the first one. Luke, we won't put you in the first one. We'll put you in the second one, but we'll get rid of you too. Okay, and we'll try to think of some really clever way to do that. Carrie, we want you in here forever. You're gonna be the queen of the universe. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I felt. It's like basically. So they have to find some way to do. I don't know how the hell they're gonna portray her I mean, in the ninth film. So yeah. I would rather like. Well, they resurrected uh, uh, Grandma of Tarkin. I don't want that. I, I do not want CGI. I don't want that either uh, because that was creepy as fuck. Yeah. And I love Rogue One, but my god, those scenes. I mean, I mean, yeah. Let's not go in too much about Uncanny Valley. Yeah, yeah. We'll save that discussion for the Battle Angel Alita review oh, eventually. Next year. Next year. But I would say this, like, uh, yeah, I get the fact that you want to kind of uh, move beyond the legacy and I love the fact that you're doing all these wink wink nudge nudge moments where it's like oh fuck this lightsaber fuck this helmet okay fuck this porg (laughs) (laughs) no don't fuck the porg eat the porg (laughs) no eat it out okay anyway but if anything so it's like alright and then you're gonna tell me that oh we have a Han Solo movie coming out with like a young uh, uh, guy who can't act and we have but but Lando Calrissian is played by Childish Gambino (laughs) what what alright That'll be interesting to be honest. I mean, the best one would be like they've already kind of teased like the Obi Wan solo movie, right? Yeah, they, they said they're probably gonna make it, and there's now a petition to get Hugh uh, McGregor back because he's still alive. In his, he's got the best Alec Guinness impersonation yes. after me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait. I still give it to uh, Simon Peck. Simon Peck has the best Alec Guinness impersonation. Yeah. And if anything, okay. I mean, enough about the legacy characters. I mean, they killed off uh, Harrison Ford. You know, in a in a way that no surprise to us, Luke has m- moved on. He has joined the force. Let's talk about the new characters. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so John Boyega. Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, um, um, I don't think that yeah. was the spotlight. My really. favorite uh, thing I saw on Reddit recently was uh, they were talking about Last Jedi, and someone said, "How many kills does BBA have now?" And someone <laughs> responded saying, uh, "Hundreds of stormtroopers and Finn's credibility." <laughs> oh my god. Wow, it's really sad when BB-8 is a bit more kill-savvy than uh, Finn. But like, he doesn't even technically kill Phasma. Like, he yeah. hits her upside the head and then she falls away. Yeah. Because we... It was, it was a nice fight, but yeah, she is there too short. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't made much of an impact at all in the first place. I mean, in the history of Star Wars, right, they're doing their best to make sure that the hero characters don't really kill anybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially since, like, you know, the, the various versions of Han Solo shooting first or not shooting first or dodging what. Oh god, that scene. Yeah, but if anything, is like, I would say, like, to me, John Boyega, out of all the new guys, 
he's still like the weakest one like we have, I have no idea what to feel when I see him appear on yeah, screen yeah I mean because I really really love John Boyega like, I do the, 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 he's the, a yeah. lot of fun to watch but I mean to me I'm thinking all the way back to Attack the Block oh, oh yeah. yeah when yeah. I look at John Boyega I like being a, like a little chav is yeah. that the word yeah. English man oh he was being a chav street he was being a str- uh, straight up chav oi oi and then all of a sudden he's speaking American in space <laughs> wow this guy is good yeah. and then like he's gonna be Pacific Rim 2 sir he's yeah. Striker Pentecost's son oh yeah, Elba yeah. Jr <laughs> yeah. yes that's correct <laughs> Yo, Idris bin Idris oh, well done sir <laughs> but if anything John Boyega to me is the weakest link I mean I love the fact that they're kind of pushing him towards being comic relief like especially yeah. with the BATs, like the back to suit oh, moment. Oh, that was funny. I was like, all right, yeah, he's leaking now. Okay, cool. And it's like, also all of a sudden, like we need to remind you, like, oh yeah, he's a coward. He runs away from a fight, and that is the reason why we bump into this other character. My sister died in the bomber raid. Okay, I will not like uh, let you be a what was it deserter or anything. Yeah. Deserter, yeah. And like, all right, okay, like that's an interesting role. Oh wait, she's a main character now. What? She has an arc. I was surprised uh, at how central she was, which yeah. I didn't mind because I feel like she did a good job, and I like that they have competent actors—not actors, characters now. Like you can believe that she's good at what she does because she's a maintenance worker. Of course, she knows how to put, do this shit. But is she? The- and at least the scenes that she shared with Finn—they were. I mean, they're not bad, but they're just. They're a bit hokey. Hokey, but Star Wars has always been hokey anyway. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I know Star Wars has been hokey, but isn't it the, our job to remind them? Can you stop being so hokey? We we have things to do. This is a two and a half hour movie, sir. Like that which entire, is I, which is why at least all the spotlight still goes to Ray, Poe, um, Kylo Ren. And definitely, they have they have definitely the tenpole moments. But like, I mean, w- would you guys agree with me that the entire segment in the casino where they meet the Benicio del Toro character, like, yeah, could have been shorter. It could have been a lot shorter. And also, you could have streamed like that a lot better. Also, why the fuck does Benicio del Toro always need to have a f- fucking affectation when he speaks? <laughs> Maybe that's how he really is talks. That, is like, that a Star Wars, no, is that a Star Wars thing? I guess when you appear, you gotta have some sort of like. No, he did thing. the same shit in Usual Suspects. Like oh, he yeah, just he decided, <laughs> I'm gonna speak really weirdly. Mr. <laughs> Beast, you're, you're you're missing the most important line of all. I'm gonna flip it. <laughs> what? I'm gonna flip it. I said I'm gonna flip it. <laughs> oh, hey, Benicio del Toro. No, but also in Snatch, you know, when he was like five finger Frank, John Frank. Yeah, and the gambler. Oh minutes. yeah, Jesus. The best, the best use of Benicio del Toro. <laughs> Oh wait, no. The best use of Benicio del Toro was still in Sin City. Oh yeah, where he gets his head put through a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough about Benicio del Toro, who appears and then disappears very quickly. Yeah. And I love the fact that okay, he's a great side character. True, and he also has one of the best reveals, where basically he's explaining to us, the audience, oh, this whole war, this whole Star Wars. There are so, people outside it who just don't give a fuck. Yeah, you see all these rich like cantankerous people here who like have all this money and wealth who's like putting coins into BB at like a slot machine <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that scene that a lot it's like it's strangely arousing too for me but at the same time it's like oh anyway so all of a sudden he's like explaining back to us he's like okay these people are profiting from both, both sides, sides. Yeah, yeah. you know not just the not just the first order not just the empire the yeah. not just the rebels you know but like, like yeah we sell we are the the true evil of this galaxy very topical I agree yeah but also it's like oh that's a nice distraction from the main story we're trying to pay attention to right now what couldn't you save all of this for like a Rogue One-esque side story or own movie it was mentioned but not really making much of a payoff 
Exactly, you know. There. I mean, at least we know that there was some world building going on, which I hope they can address later on in other yeah. films. But I don't know. I mean, I'd like to. S- I'd like to see him come back in some capacity, not as a redemption arc, but maybe like someone kills still, him. Still, still a scoundrel, but he gets yeah. axed. You know. Like, to be honest, I'm more annoyed by um, Libby Nyong'o's character. Like, they literally just had a Skype call with her. <laughs> like, most useless use of... Useless cameo. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, and she's a fantastic actor. I don't know why they need to drag her in again. Like, just to yeah. say, go find this dude. Why? Because we need to have a reason to have you two not on this ship. Meanwhile, I'm having an epic space battle, which is happening in a probably more interesting movie. Yeah. <laughs> But then again, like, like I wanted to know what the fuck was going on. Like I said, union disputes. Like, yeah, I want to see this fight more. Yeah, her movie. Yeah. <laughs> what's happening over there? Could, why is it more interesting that was happening over here? Okay, could be a Blu-ray feature. Who knows? So okay, <laughs> let's move on to the next uh, character, Port Amron. Yeah, with a lot more to do in this movie. Yeah. But basically, just being a snotty little know-it-all. I think that's the whole point of him. Man's like, he thinks he knows better. Man, playing to. He learns his place. To yeah. the hero of what battle? I can't remember. She, he mentioned something, right? Yeah, like some fucking stuff. That Wars, that's man. Admiral whatever from a battle, which, like the Clone Wars, will probably be another movie down the line. Yeah. Hopefully, if Laura Dern is still a, a, alive, or we find somebody who looks like her who can play the younger version she's of her. She's not that old, is she? Oh, she's been around. She was in Blue Velvet, sir. Yeah. Wow! Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> she was in the David Fincher movie, and of course, if you all remember, David Fincher was asked to direct episode three. Then he decided to do Dune instead, right? Yes. Oh, the Ooh, there's a lot of things. <laughs> just like yeah, when I saw Laura Dern, it's like, oh yeah, she's that chick from a lot of these like you know David Lynch movies, like Wild what? at Heart and whatever. But well, yeah. they could make a spin-off. They could get Glenn Close because they look kind of the same. Nah, Glenn Close. Yeah, they look yeah. very similar. Nah, Laura Dern is a little bit more So pretty. anyway, post art from a snotty kid to somewhat not like, that he, kind of responsible and more leader like. Let's, yeah, that, let's talk that about the bush. He kills off a lot of people in the first bombing yes, run. Yes, he did. He did. Like, because of his like hot shotness. Oh yeah, just like, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. We lost all our bombers, you fuck. <laughs> all of our bombers. Yeah. So he kind of deserves to get stunned or tasered by, oh, uh, yeah. by Leia. Leia. Yeah. Like bringing out the stun gun for the second time. Yeah. I mean, I would say, yeah, I also agree, especially, like, I think that's the problem I have with Poe Dameron, is because, it's like, he, as much as I kind of like the roguish, more brash character, but it's like, yeah, he's just obnoxious as fuck, yo, and, like, he's really annoying, Mm. and I find it really kind of, like, like, why are you trying to start a mutiny or something I guess that was that's the because point, it's what like he, he thought yeah. he thought that that it was what was needed like yeah. he believed that he you need to have action se. you need to you know take the fight to the person but and it had to be layered to say that's not how you win these things you win it by giving people hope that something can actually come of it which is I think yeah. one of the best parts about this film was basically in the end like how are we going to rebuild we have all we need we yeah. just yeah. need that glimmer of hope. you know hope you know, we need to inspire people it's not about winning the war it's about Having growing like the rebellion, like I loved and it. Poe did grow in the end. I mean, when he actually led the base. Oh yeah, when he finally was telling people like, we can't do it. Like yeah. we're gonna lose everyone useful just here. That, just that part on when he was on the speeder with the salt thing. That was enough to say, okay, your arc is done. Then he's gonna lead the team. Who knows? Yeah, goes from there. There's some character growth last, so that's why that's why I liked about. Yeah, but everyone it. has character growth to a certain extent. Like yeah. you know, Finn overcomes some of his cowardliness. I mean, he's still a bit useless. <laughs> yeah, but he. Does he though? I mean, he only finally... He's about to sacrifice himself in the battle. Like, he was literally you know, closing his eyes waiting to die until he was saved by Rose. I would say it was even before that when he like decided to all of a sudden... 
at you know, at the point of exec- about to being executed, he finally picks up the the yeah. weapon and goes after Phasma. It's like I'm not a coward anymore. I because you have that lovely moment where like oh you need something to fight for you need something to believe in how about we give you an antagonist and then like I'm so angry fights and then all of a sudden he's like okay I've got this new arc now I'm gonna sacrifice myself I'm Kamikaze Finn where's the porg in that machine oh yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> and then all it's of a like sudden so and then like uh, oh hey here comes Rose yeah knocks yeah. him off like a uh, course and he's like why'd you do it no we I still got a thing for you like, would, we have to do it for love and then she kisses and he looks in the most, so confused <laughs> in the most awkward way ever it's like, that's one of the most awkward romantic like and uh, I loved it so much because it was very obvious that this is what she thought was happening yeah. and he wasn't on the same page because I think he's he's, he's, he's still he's got confused. the hot ray. <laughs> just, just like in Empire where like we're not so sure who's hooking up with who yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Right, so there you go. <laughs> I can't wait to episode nine where we find out like they're actually brother and sister. What? <laughs> I was adopted. Control <laughs> <laughs> for the win. Uh, okay, uh, that's my daddy too. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> He's the father. He's the father, <laughs> and then he eats her. <laughs> He don't Chewbacca give a gets around a lot. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I need all that fur, just this epic penis. <laughs> it's like a dog's rocket. There you go. Yeah, oh my God. We've gone there. Last King fans, we apologize. I'm pretty sure you did not want to hear that. Or maybe you do. You want us to talk more about Chewbacca penis? <laughs> Let us know. Tweet Ch- to us. Chewbacca penis. Chewbacca penis. Hashtag. That's the hashtag for this show. <laughs> That's sweet. It's not. It's not porgs are delicious. It's Chewbacca penis. <laughs> okay. And I'm pretty sure if you spell it out exactly as it is without the spacing, won't get flagged. No. No. Nobody will notice. You know. But if anything, uh. Pff, I mean, then is there anything else we need to talk about? Ray. Uh, Ray and Kylo Ren. Fantastic. I like that they have like this weird like four Skype um, uh, conversation. The four Skype thing, <laughs> yeah. That worked. Um, uh, no, it, it doesn't work. It not? doesn't work because it was explained to you. It was oh, fucking Snoke mirror, like... The mirror thing, right? No, no, no. It's Snoke basically, <coughs> I created the mind bridge. It's like, oh, I wanted you two to be talking to each other. Why would you do that? Now you've just convinced him to kill you. But yeah. because... because <laughs> I've got... I got so much hubris, <laughs> like every Star Wars villain. But I never because the Sith are. I think they're team keeping to tradition at that part. Like well, powers are again. Let yeah. I said, let's step away from things and that are familiar. And somehow it comes back to that. <laughs> and yeah. somehow it comes back but to that. Hey, he died. So uh, maybe it's you know this thing saying like this is the last one who's saying like I'm fueled by my pride and by my disdain like. <laughs> I got killed by a pretty cheap trick. Yeah. So, is and, so now what drives him is just anger and emoness. And a fucking cut chest, my god. Who, Adam Driver? Yeah. Good job, yeah, I like, agree. I love how. That uh, was very out of place yeah. though for me. Yeah, yeah where, where <laughs> was like, goes, covering itself. Like, Why are you like, wearing Can you at least put on a shirt and he doesn't even acknowledge it? Just like. <laughs> huh? But let me, let me say one thing, okay, especially to all you boys out there tr- trying to achieve the Kylo Ren hot bod, cave, okay, for, for the, the summer parties. <laughs> Get some abs as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just a cut chest looks kind of awkward. Yeah. Especially on a frame like of him. You know, and especially with his like very horse face, long nose, just pointing straight to it. <laughs> it's like, you, you can't not notice it. But at the same time, like, yeah, dude, you gotta do some sit-ups and don't forget legs day. Okay. 
Maybe that's why he kept the pants on. Yeah. How would that have been? Uh? He's just randomly naked. <laughs> He's like, oh, why? Why you want to talk to me now? Can you see me? <laughs> Can you see how big I am? <laughs> and he starts doing like a helicopter dick, like woo. <laughs> probably an <laughs> SNL skit. Or something. And Daisy is like, oh my god! Even if I close my eyes, I still can see it. Ah! <laughs> the nose, the dick, what's different anymore? <laughs> this is not my lightsaber. <laughs> And like, really and like it, and, and like his saber, you know, it's like a cock and two little cocks coming out the side. <laughs> 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 yes, this is we why we destroyed the last Jedi for oh, you. This, this. Last King podcast, the only podcast and the only review that matters. Your so, childhood ruined. Childhood ruined? Ah, no, it's only getting started. <laughs> this is where your well, adulthood begins. Handles, handles properly, he's gonna be a big fan of the ladies. Well, there you go. <laughs> You know, like, there's a very specific alien creature with, with a very specific vagina just for him. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, one of two little ones on the side? There'll be a race out there in the, expa- the future expanded universe. Oh my god. Okay, uh, as <laughs> Every peg has its hole. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Very good. Very, very good. Very, very good. So, like, okay. Let's very quickly bring up Snoke. Yeah. As pointless as he is, yeah, he served his purpose. I like what they did with him. Yeah, I like yeah. how they don't. You, you think him you think they were going to build him up as a big bad? No, not really. We've already seen those big bads in Palpatine and who else? Vader. <laughs> Vader, thank you. Maul. Obviously, Vader. Yeah. Want to go extended universe? Exar Kun, maybe <laughs> yeah. one of the most evil Jedi's of Zixar, all time. Yeah, whatever. Thrawn, but he's not a Jedi. He's... Thrawn, Thrawn. I mean, not a Jedi. Thrawn's but just an Darth Nihilus. Hello. Darth Revan, if you were going to Koto. Mm, I would, yeah. One of the solos turned as well, if I recall, in the expanded universe. Yes, uh, Ben. No, no, ben Sol. That was another one. Uh, yeah, the further on. The daughter. <laughs> uh, so many of these characters. Whatever. Yeah. No, I, uh, but the point is, yeah, he was there, kind of building him up, subvert expectations. There you go, dead. Yeah, and That's I'm, all we I'm need. pretty sure a lot of fanboys are gonna be. He, yeah, I don't think he's supposed to be a redeemable character. Oh, a lot of people are incensed as all fuck about it. Like they were hoping for him to be some like, oh, he is the what. Like he's some guy from the Rebels TV show. That's like the big thing. Like, I saw someone say that maybe he was Mace Windu. Really? Like, where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> no, but the, that universe happened. Like, you sixty get, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Basically, fan theories are a crock of shite. <laughs> Which is another thing I want to also kind of bring up. Again, my first point. Yeah, let's kind of. Yeah, the story is still about Kylo Ren. Rey. Let, let's move past from the fan theories yeah. and yeah. the obvious references. Like nothing. Not everything needs to be connected. Like he could just be another force-sensitive another guy, another dictator, yeah, who appeared out of nowhere. Like it's a galaxy. Yeah. I, it's a universe, yeah. and I know it's not a shared hut. It's yeah. a galaxy, yo. And I know there's the rule of two, but I, you know, there's no, the rule of two cannot exp- be used in a space opera like this. No, no, it cannot. It's like they they only explain it just because they, because Lucas wanted to like get around the fact that he can only have two. I would say no. I would say basically Lucas was very much in touch with his Akira Kurosawa fanboyism, yeah. where he wants to also make it kind of like a samurai story, yeah. Yeah. where you have master and apprentice roles, which you know, I mean, like, but then again, is uh, but the problem with rule two is you're doubling characters. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have to talk about two people with two motivations and two ambitions and two arcs, and like there's too many. And if anything, I love the fact. Okay, Snoke, I mean. Another missed opportunity. Opportunity. But what? Remember his first appearance in the first movie. Wait, it was uh, huge. Giant, the giant I would have loved if he they was f- a tiny little motherfucker. <laughs> no. <laughs> or it was a pork. If it was a <laughs> 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 pork's final form. 
Maybe that would have been a, Oh that would have been amazing right He walks into And then like Daisy literally is like Where is he and he's, like, She looks down And he's on a, like a tiny chair He's, he's like a, like a tiny Like pickle rig yeah. I'm down here asshole <laughs> You think you're so good huh I'm Snoke And then like Fucking Kylo Ren Is like looking at him He just like stabs on him No no And fucking like Daisy really I mean like <laughs> Her character She like looks at him This is your boss <laughs> You're afraid of this guy Hey it's not the size that matters, you know. It's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> it's how you use the force. It's how you use the force, you know. I'm even my. No man. I can crawl into your ear and fuck you up. <laughs> no, it sounds like that rap from uh, Jabba's palace. What's his name? <laughs> the Yisalame, right, or something? No, the, the little like. <laughs> oh. Rexar. I don't know. Rexar. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Rex was from Rugrats. <laughs> I totally forgot why you, It could be a Star Wars character for you. I'm, 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 I'm very embarrassed. I actually know the name. I just can't get it right now. Yeah. Shit. Uh, okay, anyway. Fuck. <laughs> so, Snow. Actually, the point I really want to make was... I would have loved if he was an eight-foot-tall gigantic... What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Like, a, a giant alien, basically. And then, basically... But I also understand, like... It would make the Imperial Red like guard look kind of ridiculous guarding this giant, <laughs> massive. Yeah, unless there were like seven other giant Imperial guards. Like, we're helping. Yeah. <laughs> like from his race, you know. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like again, miss out opportunity with Star Wars. It's like it's a fucking galaxy universe. Show us things that are not all human sized. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure like a Wookiee's like, oh, he's so gigantic. It's like eight feet tall. And like, okay, we we can find a seven foot man. Put in a costume. We have CGI. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you can't use the excuse. Oh, but the prequels and the originals are like, yeah, but we have technology now. See, they had a budget. You guys have CGI. Like you yeah. have a bigger budget. No, don't even before. say. Don't even say budget or CGI. You have like Lord of the Rings force perspective camera shot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like be clever about it. Like you made K2SO look believable as fuck, mm-hmm. and that was for a smaller budget. Like you can make aliens look fine. You know, I've been even more amazing. Yeah. Like if fucking because if you remember in like I think maybe in the first movie you did see him wearing sitting on a throne, right? Yeah, sitting on a throne. It would have been so amazing. Is like he takes off the throne and it's just a head. Oh. <laughs> on a stand. <laughs> you know, it's like, like I am Snoke. I'm just a head. <laughs> I'm all force powers. I am tickling you right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe in the George Lucas director powers, maybe person. we'll get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Like, I just couldn't stop looking at like the skin flap on his face and like, yeah. like what happened? Who are you? Where, uh, yeah, you're not interesting. Let's kill him off now. Yeah. And of and course, they did, which is nice. And of course, a very typical moment of hubris, just like Emperor Palpatine, not paying attention to the fucking lightsaber right next to you, slowly spinning, making ever the slightest sound of. Like, <coughs> are you not paying attention? Like, like yes, you have to kill her. I am using my force powers to hold her, and she's like going yeah. And he's like. And he very calmly like, what is your other hand doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why are you gripping? No, what are you just, d- just you know having twitches? And then all of a sudden, like, okay, of of course, and just like Darth Maul dies uh, by what what do you call when you cut somebody in half? You cut somebody in half. When you cut somebody in half, when you, you when a you vivisection. When right? you make somebody a vivisection. <laughs> Wrong word, sir. Definitely not the word. Okay, uh, when you make somebody binary, sir. <laughs> when you make one, two. When you divide someone. When you when he is divided. When there's a definite divorce of upper and lower. Uh, there you go. You know. <laughs> when horizontal divide. <laughs> 
They should have. When his constitution has been removed, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they should have played Liquor Park's new divide when uh, that thing happened. No, 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 no. <laughs> not in a Star Wars canon, sir. But then again, <laughs> then like okay, he gets cut in half, ever so elegantly. Yeah. And then oh hey, battle uh, a lightsaber fight. With the Imperial Red Guard, the most powerful and the most well-trained of all the lightsaber they go wielders. They go down like bitches. <laughs> they go d- they- Ray takes them out easily. Yeah. Like, Kylo Ren has problems. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he- Ray held a lightsaber for like, but five seconds on that island when she sliced a rock that didn't and fight ne- back. And nearly killed some turtle women. And nearly killed some turtle women. And turtle, bo- uh... Turtle nuns, right? Whatever, the, the turtle nuns. nuns yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty sure a whole mess load of porks right at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> like, they it dodged the that. And then, like, that rock keeps, keeps going. And like, there's, a, like, a, like, an amazing nest of... <laughs> 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 and then Chewbacca comes, pushes the rock. Oh, scrambled porks. <laughs> Mash porks. Mash porks. Liquid porks. Pork juice. <laughs> this film is so much better when you just imagine just pork genocide. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are the true evil of this universe. Do you not know they are the real like the, if you nobody realized why they appear around Luke Skywalker is because they are the containers of the force. <laughs> Literally, the more porks exist, the more force people I have the force now all of a sudden. So they're like container flasks, like you have to like twist the top off and like drink like it. Like control back to the expanded universe. Yes, the more porks you eat, the more force you get. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Force porks, porks hey, force. That means Arcus Skywalker was, was born of the porg. Born of the porg. His dad was a pork. <laughs> His like, mom was alone. Oh, I don't know where he came from. She's like rubbing herself off with a like little pork. Oh, man. Making that cute noise. <laughs> oh, those flaps come in handy. They're just the speed, you know. <laughs> Last King fans, I'm so sorry if I'm ruining Star Wars. No, <laughs> I'm making it better. <laughs> there you go. Hire me! <laughs> like, what would you prefer? A macro conception or pork fucking? Pork, pork bation. Tell us, tell us Master pork bation. Oh, the comments. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're gonna get so many reviews, hopefully, with this. Or pro- or if, or even complaints. I don't mind. Let us know what you fine. think. Just <laughs> I, there's just one more person I want to talk about. Um, yes. Hux. Yeah, he, he was... He's Starscream he, now. He, <laughs> Hey, I'm down with that. That's actually more of a dysfunctional family thing going uh, on like with, the, with the with the fir- with the first order now. He's just such a whiny, just worked up piece of shit. But it was entertaining whiny oh, piece of great. shit. Oh, it's great, especially the beginning where it's like, "This is Admiral Hux. You are dead." Like, hey, I'm waiting for Hux. Like, this is me. Your fleet's about to die. Hey, no, I'm still waiting for Hux. Can't you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with this? I, I think he's trolling you, sir. <laughs> I mean, what was the word? Use tooling with you or tooling, something. Tooling, tooling. Yeah, tooling with you. Yeah, just say trolling. It's okay. You know, millennials are watching this. Oh. I would say another thing about Hux is like, it's a, it's one thing I want to also kind of bring up is like these are the people who are coming out on the press tours. Yeah. And yeah. they do fuck all. <laughs> like, what is what's your role again? I play General Hux. What do you do? And I'm basically a bitch. <laughs> and he's gonna have a slightly bigger role maybe in the next one. But you I think? Like, sharing I th- like sharing the. He role, will be basically. the one to betray um uh Ben. Kylo Ren because mm-hmm. remember that scene where he's like uh, lying there and thinking he's like I'll just finish this fucker off oh he's getting up oh no no, no. I'm, I'm, what happened here ooh um, uh, what happened now why is our leader dead oh <laughs> you <laughs> why am I taking orders from you because I got the force asshole like, oh yeah our, our leader is dead how dare you I, okay, yeah shut <laughs> <laughs> exactly like Starscream <laughs> oh my god uh-huh. 
Lord Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved that he forced choked him so much. He now has that speech impediment. Oh, okay. He's like Frank Welker the whole time. Well, like... he screeches almost as much. So. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but again, he's got a lovely speaking voice when you hear him in interviews. Oh, he's got a lovely Irish brogue. Yeah, there you go. You know, like, like what can be Irish? Oh, because we're going for the fascist British feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since the first movie, like, again, like I said, sake, <laughs> I, I am sick and tired of this overrepresentation of evil Brits in in, in Star Wars in Hollywood. When was the last time you saw that? Every other fucking movie. <laughs> it's like he's evil. Let me guess. It, uh, London accent in three, two, what? There we go. For fuck's sake, can we not have? Can we have a German accent again? Or like Russians? Like Russians are scary again. Why can't we have Russian accents? I think Russians were used a lot in the 80s, right? right? As a non-European, yeah. I do not want to be involved in this <laughs> current discussion. But then again, I agree with I you. I think some diversity would be nice. I mean, I mean bring back so. Hans Gruber. Let's <laughs> 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 have But it was an English actor! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Hollywood! Hans yeah. Landa exists. Yeah. Right, that guy. What's his name? Christoph uh, Waltz? Or, or, uh, he would have been a perfect Rock, admiral oh, can you imagine him as Dolph Lundgren no 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 imagine <laughs> fucking Christoph Waltz on the fucking Star Destroyer telling people yes I'm, I'm very terrified <laughs> yeah oh God, you want to fuck that me I got that, that. Although Even, Dolph Lundgren would be good if he dies he dies <laughs> this Starbreaker will break you uh, now I break you <laughs> No, it'll be amazing fucking Sylvester Stallone in a TIE fighter. <laughs> no, I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna blow up the stone. Okay. More pogs. More pogs. This is for you, Adrian. Okay, so um I mean, we talked enough about the characters. I mean plot wise, story wise, there's a lot going for it, but there's also yeah. a lot it kind of like I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna say it falls apart. I'm just gonna say that once you pay attention to the to the to the nitty gritty, like you kind of feel like yeah, you know, this could have Some been a shit lot better. Some falls through a little bit, yeah. yeah. You know, but if anything, I mean, as an a new entry in, into the Star Wars canon, right? Yeah. I mean, I would say I'm I'm still sticking with my score. It's like, nah. I mean, I get that you're trying to keep the flame burning, mm-hmm. and I totally respect and admire that. And they're doing new things, sort of. They're doing new sense. things, but the thing is, is like you know. I mean, don't ever come out and say we're taking risks because you're not. Okay, you do, like I said, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, throw the lightsaber, smash the helmet. Cool. But you gotta be a little bit more bolder and braver. And I get it. You can't really be bolder and braver when the true empire that is Disney is like looming over and paying attention to every single thing. Because you have to be honest, Last King fans, this is somebody's investment yeah, yeah. this is millions of dollars and you have billions of dollars billions of dollars oh, how much was this movie cost 200 million More. Uh, something like that but you have to tell you all the marketing and it's like all the other star wars stuff this is relying on it like all of the like games 300 or so million they're making a star wars land mm. like in disney which is due but yeah. at the same time like i don't know if anything, I mean, oh man. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars Land is I like would love going to Star Wars time. Land and on the menu we have fried pork. <laughs> <laughs> let's I, let's stop it right there, boys. That's a petition. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we should tell we Disney. Should, we should tell, yeah, guys. <laughs> Dear Bob Iger, uh, here's, here's, I will boycott every Disney property until they're fried porks at Disney. I want my pork burger with my blue milkshake <laughs> and my Chewbacca fries. Don't ask where that comes from. <laughs> When, no, when, when his race get when Wookiees get old, yeah, it's just they too are delicious yeah. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if anything, uh, okay. So what? I'm gonna wrap up my side of this. Like, uh, Last Jedi does enough. Yeah. 
but can do so much more. And that's the one thing that I'm, I'm that's the, the platform I'm on is like, as a Star Wars fan, you can definitely push harder. Absolutely. You gotta take more risks, but I mean, they did announce three more movies, so it might yeah. be all by Ryan Johnson. Shit. The, the uh, next trilogy. No, I don't yeah. say shit. I, I, think I want that... a different director every time, like the original first three. George Lucas, Irvin Kershner, and ah, oh, fuck, what's the other guy's name? Fred Guy. Um, it starts with an M. Ah, never mind. Sorry. Michael something? No, I'm, I'm, I can't remember. No, we can look it up. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint all my, my Star Wars. Here's my Star but Wars card. But you did card. bring up a good point, per se, like in them not being safe. Because a lot of people say that, oh, it's. People are saying it's, uh, oh, it might actually copy, like, Empire Strikes Back fully. It did not. It did not. But, but there are actually some similar themes. They hit some, some, not yeah. all. Like poetry, it rhymes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, but at least the space chase was different this time. It felt more like a submarine chase from yeah. those World War Two movies. Okay, it did, it did. Like you know, it's like it's, it's steady creeping. Like, like dust boot, right? <laughs> yeah, but like it's like yeah, some tension are, going like, on. Like I see a lot of people complaining. Oh, I was so boring, just going through space. Like that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, like, like they, they, you're that, the last remaining. Like main you rebels. can yeah. not stop moving because there's someone right behind you. Can I say something? And then shooting shit at you. Yeah, and you're <laughs> running out of fuel. Can I say something a little bit more controversial? Yeah. It was done way better in Wrath of Khan. <laughs> yeah. True, true that. No, I, I agree. That was done better. I'm, I'm yeah. done. I'm yeah, going to step that. away from the mic now, you guys. <laughs> but this one's done well. This one's done fine. Yeah. And like, it's the first time since I think A New Hope that we really got to sense just how powerful these ships can be. Yeah. I agree. And despite the fact that the First Order took a huge blow in the first... Uh, what's it? The Force Awakens? Still Read on the salt flats. They're doing blue on the salt flats, sir. Yeah. <laughs> There's still a force to be reckoned with in the last. Yeah, I mean, generation. I like that. Yeah, like There's oh, we lost the planet. All right, we oh, lost our entire bombing unit. Yeah, we still got ships. Yeah. <laughs> We're fine. Yeah, they're still fucking gonna kill you, man. Yeah. Uh, why does Snoke need such a big ship? So hope is needed. Compensation, <laughs> which is why it would have been even better if it was so tiny. Like, such a huge ship for such a tiny little person. I would have loved that scene where he has a meeting with Hux and he walks into a little like an elevator platform that goes, <laughs> and he like gets they rise him up to his like face level and he looks only at him. in the George Lucas directed uh, Star Wars like fucking Marvin the Martian, you oh asshole. God. You know. He, Speaking of fake house, I. I really love the scene where you have what looks like a ship descending and it's actually just someone doing Hux's laundry. Oh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the iron droid or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's such a stupid scene, but I loved it so much. The, I really want the evil BB-8 to make an appearance in the future. Oh, BB-8, can you imagine, BB-8. Can you imagine a final battle? Like, that's the ultimate battle, not Ray and uh, Just two BB-8s yeah. bumping into each yeah. other. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> And see who can actually take control of the destroyers first. <laughs> why not? Oh, yeah. The other, why not? They're like pilots in um, uh, Gundams. Yep, yep. <laughs> he was a fucking pilot in a walker. Yeah, for, yeah. Like, half right. This was a pilot in a walker. Like, okay. like, that was so Killing cute and so funny. many stormtroopers. Killing uh, so many stormtroopers, man. Probably had that scene when... Dude's a kid. psycho. Yeah. I, I want a BB-8 solo movie. That, what? That, that, <laughs> dude, dude. Uh, the kill count will rack up so high. I don't know if it can be a PG film or not, dude. That would be a rated R movie. Yeah. Get Quentin Tarantino. Okay, not, 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 yeah, maybe exactly. not. I wouldn't watch that. Maybe not a full that. movie. Maybe at least a, a nice short 20 minute action sequence. Probably directed. Who's my favorite psycho now? I can't remember. Not Quentin Tarantino, right? Nah, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino will try to give him dialogue. Oh, that'd, that'd be so funny, him trying to beep out the N word. No, every time he beeps, he's saying. <laughs> 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 I need to beep myself now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Try and guess what I said, boys and girls. Haha. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, no, it, 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 that's why you call a female pork. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? Uh, this is the, the male porks are the biggers, and the <laughs> female ones are called the. Okay, let's not go there. We need to stop. We're losing our minds. Pork got back. <laughs> What? We're <laughs> eating. Oh, Sir Porgolot? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. That's the reference? <laughs> if we're going that route. You okay. said some twisted shit, my friend. Who, he? Both of you! Why do I know you two? Are we keeping score? I think I'm winning. <laughs> anyway. On that horrifying mental note. Okay, I tell you what. You, I think we're gonna have to cap it off from there, right? Yeah. So how about this? We're, Mr. Toffee, you wrap it up, and then we throw it back to Tom. Yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. Uh, There's Mr. Toffee. Sorry. So this is the end of the spoilerific. <laughs> this is the end of the spoilerific. Star Wars, The Last Jedi talk. Yep. The Last Jedi, yep. It's all good. And this is Mr. To- uh, Toffee Skywalker signing off. Dar- really? You haven't turned yet? It's, mm-hmm. it's still Toffee Skywalker? Yeah, still Skywalker. You I mean, Skywalker even when you turn. Yeah. Mm, no, you become a Darth something, right? Oh, yeah. Darth Toffee. Darth Toffee. <laughs> I am Grandmaster Eccentric Tom. Grandmaster Eccentric Not Millennial Falcon? No. Okay. And I am, of course, uh, everybody's favorite uh, deep fried porg. <laughs> Connoisseur. <laughs> Dar Shafiq. I am Dar Shafiq. Uh, destroyer of porgs and children and women. <laughs> I kill everything. In that order. In that order, preferably. <laughs> porgs first, but like. Porgs first, then the women yeah, and children. Please, Disneyland, make note. Oh, okay. Fight pork, please. Oh, we're going to get into so much trouble once this goes to Twitter. Alright. Alright, so let's sign out right now. So. Thank you so much for listening to an all Star Wars Last Jedi spoiler and non-spoiler version review. Uh, Kill your pogs. 